2: Welcome into to Mail presented by the Strickland and by all of you good folks on Patreon that are supporting us, uh, which I'll give this, the brief Patreon pitch in a minute. But I am Alex Wolf. I'm editor and chief of the Strickland, also host Locked on Nick's and all that good stuff. And I'm joined today, I, I, I think I promised to introduce you first from now on, Zach, since you, you know, actually <laughs> showed up for work the last month. Um, <laughs> so I will introduce Zach Delizio next. You might know, is that ZJ Delizio on Twitter? Uh, uh, regular Nick's Mail.Bad co-host, once in a year, uh, strickling contributor. Zach, how are you today?
0: <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. What an absolute honor. Thank you so much for your time.
2: That was weird. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for your time. I'm
0: going professional today. This is like a Zoom meeting.
2: All right, cool. Uh, That's the vibe vibe we're going for. Uh Well, some of these questions are not going to be easy to get through then. Um, All right. And then I'm also joined by the returning. uh, I think it's been a – I think you completely missed the full calendar month of November uh, on the show, thanks to volleyball and visiting family or whatever the fuck. Um, We have Matt Weiss. AKA warm perm back in our lives today. It's actually Matt Weiss, but I I just wanted to irk you because you irked me with your absence for this last month.
0: (laughs) Back, baby.
2: And now I'm going to get a new pair of eardrums.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, well, the thing is, Zach, like, usually, you may not remember this because it's been so long since I've been on the pod, but normally I, like, give a very calm greeting, and Zach does the fucking, like, bursting
2: <laughs> through the door cool man see. style, so when he did that, I was like, what am I supposed to do? I have to do the opposite. Yeah, that's I guess fair. that's true. I guess that's true. Well, uh, before I do the Patreon pitch, I'm going to give you our first uh, two mailbag questions here, Matt. You've got mail. They're directly... Uh, directed at you one comes from our buddy Drew also known as Doug uh, from our Strickord, Strickland Discord why are you Matt back in our lives and then someone named editor and chief said why did you abandon Alex and Zach for a whole month you monster
0: huh.
3: uh, well um, I'm going to take Doug's question seriously instead of being mean to him which was my inclination um, because you know it's very easy to be mean to Doug. He's kind of like a...
0: <laughs>
3: he's kind of like a little puppy that you can just be really mean Are to. Are you implying there. that you're mean to yeah, puppies Yeah, you're mean now? to puppies normally? No. Wow. Shit. <laughs> the plot thickens. The lawyer hmm.
0: knows he's been really, into a corner.
3: I really? Yeah, I really accidentally dunked on myself there um let's just move on <laughs> so uh yeah no Alex you were right I uh I missed the entire month of November because I had my volleyball playoffs I honestly could have made it to that podcast I was just in such in a first round like yeah because we lost in the first round and I was, I was oh, so pissed no. off that I that I just decided I'm not gonna hop on even though I got home like Probably just in time to join you guys that day.
0: <laughs> you couldn't deal with what you knew was coming if you hopped on it. I would have deserved it. Lost in the I mean, first round.
3: I would have totally deserved it. It, was set, it. We played the worst game we've ever played as a team. It was embarrassing. Um, was it so we deserved to lose.
0: Denver on Sunday,
3: Sunday. I would have deserved. I would have deserved your ire, but I was too weak to face it, so I didn't show up that time. And wow. then, yeah, two weeks ago, I was uh, between jobs, so I took some time to visit some family, and that's where I was and, you know, didn't really want to do your
2: dumb podcast while I was wow. on vacation. All right. Well, cool. Uh, well, I'm going to go kill myself now. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was the goal. I'm
3: taking back over.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, uh, now that we got that that rousing answer, before we get into the real questions, I'll just give everybody the quick Patreon pitch. This pod is, of course, free and available for all of you on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, however, if you want the other edition of the mailbag in full, that has Schwinn with either Drew or Jeremy, uh, and also the Friday edition of Pod Strickland in full, you can subscribe for $6 on our Patreon, and you can, uh, $6 a month, I should say, on our Patreon, and you also get access to the strict Chord, which is our Discord server, which is always hopping with awesome basketball discussions, as well as, Random other off topic discussions and various other off topic rooms. And it's an easy place to ask mailbag questions too if Twitter somehow isn't free and easy enough for you. Uh, and then if you move up to the $9 tier on Patreon, you can also get exclusive articles from Jack Huntley and Matthew Miranda, as well as uh, another pod from our very own Schwenny Poo called Stricken Roll which is Schwinn's own own little baby of a pod that's just for him and whoever he feels like bringing on. And that comes out every two weeks. So two options on Patreon. There's other options as well, which I would encourage you to look at at patreon.com slash the Strickland. All right, so now to get into our actual questions here, where we got a little mix of uh, strict chord questions as well as Twitter questions here. So I'll start off on Twitter. You've got mail. Uh, this one comes from Kenny. At Kenny Mayer, I'm assuming is how you pronounce that, M-E-H-R. Julius Randall signed a four-year, $117 million extension. If he doesn't sign that contract and free agency began today, does he get more or less or the same on the open market? Love the pod, guys. Well, first off, Kenny, the pod loves you back. Uh, But secondly, Amen. Zach, I, we gave the floor to Matt to admit that he kicks puppy dogs. Um, So <laughs> I'll throw this one to you first so you can do something that Hopefully, won't make you put your foot in your mouth as, as fast as that. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll see. <clears throat>
0: I think he probably gets more – about the same or more. I think the reality is that f- semi-flawed players who are good enough to do what he did last year, even if it isn't quite as uh, – what he's doing now isn't quite at the same pinnacle, of course – He's still doing a lot of good. He's still the best player by a mile. Those guys get maxed out. That's just a reality. Uh, You know, like, is he better than Brandon Brandon Ingram? Yes. So guess who's getting a max contract? Julius Randle. No matter what? I mean, well, okay, not no matter what, but even considering what some would perceive as a slow start, which, by the way, I'm not sure I even really buy that, uh, other than his mid-range falling off a little bit, and it's been ugly at times. He's been largely awesome. So, uh, I mean, there's effort problems, of course. Well, sometimes there's body language stuff. That was an issue last year too. If it did come up, but overall, I think he's getting a max contract. So this is still a bargain considering how he played this year.
2: Yeah, I I'm in general agreement with that, Matt. I'll let you I'll let you throw your answer in there though, just in case you have something else. But yeah, I'm mostly in agreement with Zach, and I'll, I'll close the question off.
3: No, yeah, I mean, I agree with Zach too. Um, I don't. Like like you said, worst players have gotten maxes. Um, Randall left a pretty good chunk of money on the table to take the extension with the Knicks. Not really happy, especially with his defensive effort this year. I'm sure that'll come up at some point later on the podcast, so I won't get into that now. But um, also, like, you could take any player's worst, you know, month sample and be like, oh, do they deserve their contract? It, like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's playing – I mean, I think – Ultimately, I think Zach's right about how like everyone just feels worse about how he's playing than he actually is playing. Um, nonetheless, even if you say this is like a step down, it's not a full season, so it's really not necessarily fair to be like, "Well, would he make less right now?" Um, you know, he gets paid in the off season. That's like you have to at least take, you have to at least let the season play out. I think before we can more seriously consider um, the the validity of of uh, the contract.
2: Yeah, this so this question is sort of like a microcosm to me of like all the discourse the other day of you know after the Bulls game Julius has 30 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists and shot like 67% from the field but you know made a couple uh, or missed a couple free throws late and made a turnover yeah. and and then you know everybody's like you know you, you try to point out like oh yeah Julius had a pretty damn good game today and Hey, guess what? In a game that like the Knicks were getting their asses handed to them in the first half, he was the only one that gave a shit. And then in the second half, you know, he continued giving a shit and the team made a comeback, you know, with him still as the the leading man, despite all the other people, you know, stepping up finally in the second half. And yet people gravitate towards, yeah, but he missed a couple free throws and he, you know, had that turnover. And it's like, okay, I'm sorry. Did he not have, like, where would they be without the 30 points? <laughs> and yeah. where would a replacement player have put you? You know, in that situation. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's any chance that he gets less money. You know, he yeah.
0: I, I think the reality is what we already knew, which is that he's not a one on a fifty-plus win team, right? He's like a he's like a he's a number two option, maybe even three, maybe even three. But guess what? All those guys get max deals. So
2: yeah, uh, well, and on, this is how it goes. On top of at the end of last season. Everybody's like, oh shit, you're going to have to pay him like $35 million next summer. And And, they didn't. And then, and then they pay him, you know, like 22. And now people, of course, because he's making, you know, over $20 million that their thought is, I think a lot of people just still have their thoughts rooted back in like the mellow era where it was like 20 million was like a max contract. Like, that's not a max contract anymore. Yeah, max is max is 35. Now. <laughs> John Wall is making $50 million to not play basketball right now. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. There, um, there are multiple the, the million dollar contracts in the NBA. Um,
3: so. Thought of something else is, you know, to back up the points about how he hasn't really been, you know, as bad as I feel like everyone kind of, also like the way I kind of feel, unless I think about it for a second or two. um, He's still racking up assists, and, like, I think I'd be more concerned if he was not passing the ball anymore. He's, like, very interested still in sharing the ball. Um, Sometimes too much. The guys around him aren't making shots. I mean, his shooting hasn't been amazing either, but I don't know how much this you can, Again, like, the defense, we can talk about that if it comes up, but, like, I, I think he has been, I don't know, on offense at least, like, 85 to 90% of what he was last year, which is what you'd expect because like that's going to be his career year.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I think that he's been, I think he's been fine by and large. I think that, you know, some of the games, like like those clips that came out after the Nuggets game the other day were pretty damning, you know, of like, Hey, look, Julius was standing around on offense and then jogged back on defense and let Jokic like just walk right by him. I mean, yeah, that's unacceptable. And, and, you know, those lapses have been more frequent than you'd like this year. But he's also had for every game that he's been like super tuned out like that. He's had other games where, you know, he's basically won various games for the Knicks. Um, So, you know, he's going to continue doing that. And like the whole team is struggling right now. It's not just him. So if if the whole team corrects the ship, I bet you that we'll probably start seeing it it might be in part because he decides to make those decisions. But he's he's probably going to start playing better, too. Um, And start being a little more locked in if the whole team is playing more cohesively. But anyway, yeah, basically, long story short for this question, before we move to the next one, he's still, even with whatever struggles to start the year, well worth the money that, you know, he's he's getting paid. And, uh, you know, realistically, still probably even if you want to say he wasn't, you know, at this particular moment in time is not worth a full max contract of like thirty five million that he could have gotten this coming summer. He would still, if he hit the open market, someone would still give him $30 million at least. Um, So he's still, I mean, at like $20, $22, $23 million, he's, you know. He would would
3: still get a max contract. Like, I don't know what he would have to do this year to not get a max contract. Just because someone would be like, eh, you know, Tibbs fucked him up. We don't know what he can be.
0: It would have to be an injury. That's the only way. Yeah,
2: an injury. You're right. That's the only way. I think that's basically it. So, yeah, I would definitely still give him the same contract 100 times out of 100 right now. Uh, because he's getting paid, like, honestly, more like a number three option, and I think it's pretty safe to say he's a number two option on a great team. So uh, I'm good with that. Uh, all right, moving to our next question.
1: You've got mail.
2: This is uh, Zach Picorny, uh, who on on our strict court is ZMP323. That's also Zach's uh, Twitter handle, if memory serves me correctly. Uh, there are two questions from Zach here. First one is, you wake up tomorrow morning, and it turns out you and Tibbs got Freaky Friday'd. How do you fix the Knicks, uh, Matt? Go ahead. <laughs> There's a reason I'm not a basketball coach. Um,
3: <laughs> I I mean, I don't. I don't. I think I would probably. I think I would start quickly. I would probably. I mean. I'd probably have to bench RJ for now. And then, you know, hopefully when he gets his head back on straight, you know, send Burks back to the bench and let RJ replace him. Um, but I think, I know why Tibbs don't Burks over quickly to replace Kemba, but I think that's a, the number one thing I would do. I also, I mean, I'd probably, I don't know if I'd start Obi, but like, I'd probably just be like, Noel, you're injured, sit down for a month.
2: And, you know, let Obi basically be mentioned as backup. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you on that one for sure. Uh, Zach, what do you, what do you have? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I, mean, I think those are good ideas as far as lineup decisions. I think realistically,
0: making a ton of changes is not something that's like just going to happen. Uh, even if I am Tibbs in this scenario, which by the way, first thing I'd be doing is freaking out because like all of a sudden I'm a, Overweight, unhealthy, fifty-year-old man. Hey, he
2: might know. be healthy. You don't know. Apparently, Tibbs is a beast on the bench press. Still to this day. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he, just, he, he
0: just you know be like on the bench press and not be healthy.
2: It's uh,
3: he, just, he just he carries a lot of weight. That doesn't mean that he's like not cardiovascularly healthy. Bro,
0: there is zero chance Tibbs is not qualified as very obese on the BMI scale. I'm just saying. Okay, but I on the
2: bright the guy, side, you're but... making like seven million dollars a year. So <laughs> right. that's true. That's
0: true. I would
3: definitely. Yeah, I mean, those tips have a. He's got a nice little jiggly belly. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but sure. so
0: does Santa. Everyone loves Santa. So, yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, you yeah. know what I'm thinking about? Remember, um, there was a picture of the of the Nick staff last year at one point, and they were all wearing. Uh, they were like wearing like um, quarter zips or something, and you could just, all of them except for one had like these these just huge bellies, and it looked it looked so funny. Yeah, Do you guys remember that picture? Because James oh, like
2: wouldn't stop talking about it. Yeah, I think that was <laughs> the the picture where all four of them were standing, and it was. It was uh, Tibbs, Woody, and Kenny Payne all had the bellies. Yeah, that's who it was. And then and Johnny who, was that? Like who was with shape. Johnny Bryant. Yeah, Johnny Bryant, right. And he is, you know, He's he like, does not have a, a tummy. So it just looked really funny. Yeah, Johnny Bryant's still all like chiseled up. Like he still looks yeah. like he could play. Um, Zach, I think the funniest thing if you became Tibbs would be your first press conference, you would start doing like your like chortling, like giggle of a laugh. And people would be like. <laughs> You'll be like, what the fuck? What is what? Wait, do I get? Kids?
0: Don't I get his voice though? So it'd just be my laugh in his voice.
2: Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> 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 That's really funny to imagine. And people would just be like, Tibbs, why are you in su- such a good mood today? You just be like, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know what I'm doing here. I hate microphones. I say into I, my microphone. I I actually
3: want to talk about Alex's tips because, like, would you like hang out with Berman?
2: Oh, for sure, yeah. man. I mean, I would be like Berman. We're getting a beer. Let's get the fuck out of here.
3: Because <laughs> Tibbs and Berman already have this like very obvious platonic romance going on. Yeah. Um, maybe it's not platonic. I don't know what they're what they're doing in their private lives. But um, you know, you also love Berman, so it would just be nice to see. Like, I think you'd be more open about it.
2: Yeah. Than the Tibbs the is. rapport would definitely still be there. So I would yeah. I would definitely see if Berman wanted to go get a beer after the game or something. <laughs> like, yo, Berman, when are you out of here? Like, let's let's go get a beer. I would only answer his questions, and I'd be like, screw the rest of you. I'm out of here. Get out. And then just...
0: And like, fuck Frank Isola. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> drop the mic.
2: And, except for, then they would definitely know I was an imposter, because, like, Frank Isola <laughs> would, like, die for Tibbs, because <laughs> Tibbs clearly has been a source of his for a long time. Yeah. Um, That's why you wink How mean would
3: you like, like, be to uh, Popper?
2: Why would I be mean to Popper?
3: Don't you...
2: Yeah. I feel like Popper always annoys you. No, Popper's fine. Popper's a nice guy. Yeah. Um I I don't know. I, I feel like maybe the only one would be like <laughs> I'd be <laughs> I'd be like, Dolan, throw Bondi out again.
0: Yeah. Bondi, yeah. <laughs> oh
2: that's my bad. I screwed up. Sorry, Popper. I meant Bondi. <laughs> Although I gotta say, Bondi's Bondi's like uh, self-hating Knicks reporter shtick has not been nearly as strong lately, which is which is good.
3: Yeah, no, he's he's been tamer. Yeah, but uh, Steve Popper, I apologize. Alex doesn't hate you. Um, I'm sure, I'm you sure
2: Steve listens to every episode of this podcast. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> I screwed
3: you up. With, I screwed you up with Stephen Bondi, which like, in fairness, you have very similar first names. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so if I was Tibbs from a basketball perspective, Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> I would. Uh, I think I would do some of the same things. You got like, like Matt. I definitely agree with um, with throwing quickly in the starting lineup, probably at the expense of RJ for the moment until RJ gets his head on straight. I actually think, and I mean this, this might sound crazy, given like I've been like tirelessly going to bat for Mitchell Robinson for oh it's finally changing like weeks now um especially the last few days like in the in the discord and stuff but no it's not changing I just think I think I would potentially look at starting Taj for a little bit just because weirdly enough I think the best stretch of basketball this team played was with Taj as the starting center uh, at the beginning of the year so he seems to be the best guy, at, like establishing a tempo and everything, right now. And so maybe we just kind of run it back to two years ago, and we have Mitch come off the bench, uh, and spell Taj for a bit, and see how that goes. But I'm in total agreement about sitting down Noel and also about, uh, you know, getting Obi and and uh, Julius more minutes together too. So I, I would be down for all that stuff. Um, yeah, and just on just on Noel, like I
3: don't hate him as much as. A lot of people do. He needs to get cough. healthy, period. Tyrese cough. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's injured. Like it, He shouldn't be playing.
0: He's so clearly injured, and yeah. he's, he's so reliant on athleticism that it's like he literally can't do anything. It's, it's like, pathetic. Honestly.
3: Yeah, it's not like a situation with Mitch where, like, he was injured, probably, like, made himself too muscular and now he's slow. Yeah. Um, Noel is just like obviously hobbling around the floor.
2: Yeah, Noel is like literally. I mean, it's with what his skills are versus what you know they have him attempting to do with like a clearly bum knee right now. It's like if you took a pitcher that just like tore his UCL and needed Tommy John surgery but hadn't gotten it yet, and we're like, okay, go ahead and pitch. Like, (laughs) yeah, like all that Noel does is jump and. Keep with guys laterally and, yeah. you know, get steals and blocks. And that's, like, his yeah. whole utility. And if you don't give him that, he has nothing. You can't do that with one knee. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, Noel needs yeah. to sit down.
3: It's very, like, I said this in our in our Discord chat this morning or afternoon, whenever it was. I don't fully blame Tibbs or the coaching staff for that. Like, at some point, Noel needs to be like, guys, I like, he's probably lying to them about how hurt he is.
2: I guess, but, like, Tibbs' eyeballs should tell him that he's clearly much more hurt yeah. and just be like... Yeah, right, but, that, I mean, that's
3: just... I'm like, not that this is a good trait of Tibbs's, but, like, he's just stubborn.
2: and He's going to be like, Noel says he's healthy so yeah, he's got to go out there and execute. And he's a player's yeah. coach, by and large, I think, against the belief of maybe what some people think. Yeah. I think he's a player's coach, so, like, he'll be like, if you say you're healthy, all right, go ahead. But, like, make Thanks, sure you so. give it your all. You know, all that thing. Right. Anyway, yeah, all right. I think we can move on from that part. Zach actually... uh uh, Zach, the question asker, actually has another question, but I'm going to divert real quick to a question from Stingy. You've got mail. Because he asked a follow-up to this, so Stingy in the Discord asks, also, you wake up tomorrow morning and realize you and Tibbs got freaky on Friday. How do you do your walk of shame? Oh, no. Quick hitter. Uh, Zach, how do you do your walk of shame?
0: Well, I don't, I'm not even sure what that means. I, I probably just, I don't know. You want to know what, what a walk myself. of shame is? No, but I don't know what he means by "How do I do my like?" I just. Oh walk. my god! Can I jump in? Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh,
3: tomorrow's Tuesday. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> so the point is, how did, I'm not doing a walk trip. I stayed at Tibbs's. <laughs> so soon, instead, she's mine. <laughs> Tibbs oh. and I got it all on Friday night. I stayed for the week, a long weekend, and then finally on Tuesday morning, I'm leaving.
0: Yeah, oh, he drugged you. <laughs> Zach, that's so fucked up. All right. Well, how? I mean, presumably you just—he said you woke up and realized, that yeah, like a blackout.
2: You know, yeah. All right. Well, I'm just gonna treat this question like it was probably meant to be treated. I'm gonna say I would steal. Wait, stingy them. didn't mean anything. What you, it's stingy. It's uh, not, not yeah, like. It's true. True. Yeah, I would steal all of uh Nick's warm ups and take them all with me. And uh walk home in the same clothes I was wearing before. Wow, that was a dumb answer. All right. It's not a dumb answer. I want a bunch of free Nick swag that's been worn by Tom. You know? I think it's gonna be too short on you and too wide on you. Probably, but I don't
0: care. I'll wear it around. Anyway, <laughs> so probably, how tall too. is
2: Tibbs? I think he's that's like somewhat question. tall. I mean as long he's at least like six feet tall. Oh, yeah, as he's one
3: six feet tall, his stuff will fit you probably because, like, you're thinner than he is.
2: Yeah, at least the shirts, like, the pants will be a little... He's six two, so actually... Oh, his know. stuff will definitely fit you. Oh, nice, yeah, t- his six stuff two. will fit nicely. All right, we're in good shape. Yeah, what do you think? His, his like, war up shit is tailored? <laughs> I think it's probably not. <laughs> yeah, his, <laughs> so... his, his pants will be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll all fit He you. probably he wears XLs. He light. wears XLs for the waist and lets him be baggy, I bet. So, it, it's perfect. It'll, it'll work out good. All right, um... <laughs> We'll just we'll finish off stingy's like banging Tibbs questions here, uh, and then we'll get back to Zach's question that I actually like really like. You've got mail. Uh, stingy's banging Tibbs second question: Do you think Tibbs just hammers it out with a partner and tells them in no uncertain terms they gotta leave? So you think Tibbs is all about one night stands? Speaking of walks of shame, I guess.
1: Yeah.
2: I think that
3: Tibbs like once you know once he's done the deed. I mean, and let's all be honest with ourselves here. Like, he, you know, probably paid to do the deed because he isn't really interested in romantic entanglements. So I think he's kind of like, well, I guess, you know, your time's up. Here's your money. And then. Yeah. Or maybe he, like, just immediately puts on, like, tape. At like yeah. two thirty AM? Yeah,
0: that's and, what he does. He doesn't and even say anything. Like, it. It's just implied.
3: Yeah. You have to Yeah, it's just like, like okay. you, can,
2: you can hang out if you
3: want, but I'm Yeah, gonna, exactly.
0: I'm watching <laughs> tape, so you do yeah. you, you
3: do
2: you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. I think he I think he tries to bore them out of the room.
3: <laughs> and also I don't think I don't think he tries to bore them out of the room I think he honestly just doesn't really give a shit if they're there or not yeah <laughs> but also it's, like, his,
2: it's his way of saying like get the fuck out like just flips the tape on is just like alright I gotta prepare for tomorrow's game do whatever you want don't speak to me again no <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah I think that's I think that's it we cracked the code
1: you've got mail
2: alright uh, back to Zach's questions here So Zach's second question, again, from ZMP323, Zach Bacorni. Rank the Knicks jerseys that they have worn over the past year. uh, And I extended this just a little bit to include just all their jerseys since the Nike rebrand because there's only been a few of them, so a couple extras other than this. So uh, I'll describe them all, I guess, uh, as I go through. So... Uh, the classic jersey, which is this year's like throwback one that they've been wearing a lot. The white one with just the plain blue text that's meant to look like the nineteen forties jerseys. Uh all three of the city editions, which are the so the one was the navy blue one with like the cityscape stripes on the side, um, and like the the checkered um, neck and and shoulder uh, piping or whatever, and then the other two city editions were last year's Kith one with the city never sleeps like ombre you know shit on the side, and then this year's which is the the black jersey with the orange text and a little bit of blue in the the trim, um, and then both statement jerseys. So the first one was like the stupidest jersey of all time the the one that was just like their home jersey, but instead of having like the solid color blocked uh, trim on the, the letters and the the numbers and the, you know, around the, the edges, like on the neck and the shoulders or whatever, it had that like pinstriped coloring, which just looked really stupid. Um, if you can't already tell where that jersey's gonna land on my ranking. Um, and then the the ones that I affectionately call the the Florida Gators Unis, which are the, the blue ones with the white lettering with the orange outline on them. That to me looked like something that Florida, the college, would wear, um, and then the home jersey and away jersey, which I don't think I have to describe. So, if you were ranking all those jerseys, I don't know. I doubt that you guys wrote this down. So we're gonna do it off the dome. Uh, Zach, go ahead. What is your what is your ranking? Um, jerseys? Pretty much, kind of
0: abstain here because I literally can't even picture like the vast majority of these, and I don't pay attention to this at all. I was kind of gonna-
3: hoping. That you, Alex, would give your ranking, I'd be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yes. Right. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am with that. Uh, and you make <laughs> one random adjustment that you don't actually care about, just to pretend like you you are a little different. Okay, here
3: is what I'll here is what I'll contribute. Different. This year's city jerseys, the black ones, I love. Yeah, they're, yeah, the,
0: they're the best. That's what ones I was gonna say. Part. These yeah. are fucking awesome.
2: So they're so cool. So, all right. So, if I was gonna rank the jerseys, uh, yeah, the, like I am definitely in agreement. The city ones are awesome. Uh, that's definitely like the best one that they've put out since Nike took over. Uh, cause they finally like, I don't like I'm low on those. The city never sleeps ones from last year. They just never hooked me, even though the, the team always seemed to play their best in those jerseys. I hated them. I thought they were terrible. Um, so this year's ones are great. Cause they're like, they're like an all black version of the, of the late nineties jerseys, which I always really loved. So, they even have like the slight like trapezoid shit going on with the the paneling on the sides and like the curved letters and all that. Like it, it looks just like those. So those ones are probably my favorite. Um, let's see the next best. I, I might actually say the the classic ones for this year. I think they're killing it this year. Uh, I like the classic jerseys. I like that they did the little touch of making like the shorts are like that shiny material. Instead of just regular, you know, matte, like, mesh material, they made it that, like, shiny stuff that shorts used to be made out of. That was a nice touch. So I think that's my second favorite. Third favorite, I think, is actually the first City Edition jersey. Uh, the one with the navy blue with the, the city skyline stripes on the side. That one was really polarizing, but I love that jersey. I thought that one was really cool. It was really creative, like, for once. Like, it wasn't just, like... You know, uh, let's, like, slap a slightly different coat of paint on this and call it a New Jersey. Like, they actually made, like, a brand new jersey for the Knicks, which is pretty dope. Uh, and I also liked using the navy blue, even though, like, as a Mets fan, that was obviously a nod to the Yankees, and even the font style they used was, like, kind of Yankees-esque. Um, I still, I, I dug it. I thought it was cool. It was just, like, a different different way to take things. Oh, I forgot. Oh, my God. I almost forgot about the um the stupid firefighter ones, too. That was their first city edition jersey. So, oh, those suck. Yeah, those are those. I'm already going to say are at the bottom. That's the worst. Yeah. one that they've done. Those were so stupid. You know, props to the firefighters for putting out fires and stuff. But the jerks, <laughs> stupid. Um, uh, let's
3: blessings on blessings on blessings <laughs> to the firefighters.
2: <laughs> um, Let's see what's next. Uh I think I think I would probably just put the regular home and away next after the, the city edition ones. Because I, I always like the home and away jerseys. I'll put the home first. I like the white jersey better than the blue for whatever reason, just personal preference. Um then the mm, I guess the the current statement jerseys might be my next one. Uh the the ones that I called the Florida Gator jerseys. I think those are my next one. The the blue with the white lettering with the orange outline. I didn't like them at first, but I like them better on the court. So I'm I'm good with those ones. And then uh, I I guess I would do the the City Never Sleeps ones next. That would be my third to last. And then second to last is the statement jersey, the original one. The one that was just like their white jersey, but where they replaced like the solid colors with like pinstriping, basically. It was really stupid. Um So uh, I'll say that one. And then the last one is the stupid firefighter jerseys. And that's all of them since they started with Nike. All in all, though, like, other than, like, this year, where I think they're finally starting to crush it, I've been, by and large, kind of underwhelmed by Nike's offerings so far for the Knicks when I think that the Knicks have so much potential to draw from because of the city and everything. But, and meanwhile, they gave, like, they gave the fucking Nets like Biggie jerseys and shit, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here! Like Biggie was not just like for Brooklyn; he was New York man. Like he was a Knicks fan too. Like shut the fuck up. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Do you guys have any objections?
3: Um, I think I probably put the I came around to liking the Kith jerseys. Um, yeah, a lot
2: of people were like that, and I maybe I'm just being stubborn. I I never liked them other than how they played in them. But I, I mean,
3: they were so good in, the, <laughs> in
2: were
0: the, were those the black ones with
3: like the, uh, the, the, circle, in that one,
0: the circle. Yeah. Yeah. I like those
2: too. Yeah. So I would have put those higher. I think that's the only quibble I have. Yeah. So, all right. So maybe we'll say that you guys put those ahead of the standard jerseys or something. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I didn't like them. So screw you guys. You're
1: wrong. You've got mail.
2: Um, all right. Next question <laughs> comes from Ryan O'Sullivan, uh, on Twitter. This is a Twitter question at, Rai underscore O'Sullivan. Would you rather see a big trade which clears all young players and picks for a Dame or a Beal type player, or see them trade away Randall to acquire a younger player that hasn't hit their ceiling yet, say Fox or Aiton, and keep the young players? What do we think? Hmm. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Um, I mean, if I'm forced
3: to choose... I guess I do the latter. Um, like, I mean, if you trade all the, young, I'm not even going to consider Beal, but if you trade all the young players for Damian Lillard, like, so you have what, like Randall Fournier and Lillard? A team stinks. <laughs> 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 um, you know, like, I, I don't really want to trade Randall for a bunch of young players, like for, for. I mean, I I love De'Aaron Fox, although I found out recently that so does Colin, and now I'm, like, doubting myself. Um, I hope he hears this. I really hope he hears this. Um, And, uh, yeah, um, I still, I wouldn't want to do that. I I don't know. I, like, I know at some point they're, like, probably going to want to pull the trigger for, like, one of these, like, star
2: trades, but I don't know. I feel like we should stress again, like, Randall, you know, to harken back to the first question, like, he makes less than what De'Aaron Fox's max extension is going to pay him. Also, (laughs) like, how much younger is De'Aaron Fox than
3: Julius Randall? Probably, like, three, four years. I I don't even know if it's that much. So, De'Aaron Fox (laughs) is, De'Aaron Fox is 20, okay, actually, yeah, De'Aaron Fox is 23.
2: So, it's four Um, years.
3: Although, he's about to turn 24. He's, his birthday's in two weeks. Okay, um, Randall, I think, just... Ran- Randall just turned 27, didn't he?
2: I think so, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, he just turned 27. So they're they're three years apart, essentially. Um, I mean, how much younger is that, really? Like, yes, Darren Fox is younger, but you could argue, like I said earlier, I think Randall, his career year will turn out to be last year, but, like, you could argue that Randall hasn't hit their ceiling. His ceiling. Um... And I don't
2: know, like, what you're doing with DeAndre Ayton on this
3: team. I mean, be right. I mean such you, a weird fit.
2: Yeah, if you trade Mitch for him, or sorry, uh, Randall for him, straight up, what do you do with Mitch and Ayton? Then
3: <laughs> what do you do with the yeah. well? Like, what's yeah. happening there?
2: <laughs> it just seems like weird. That doesn't you. Can, you really can't do. I, also, like, why would the Suns do that? Uh, I guess, like, if they want to play more like the Warriors. So they'd have their version of Draymond, basically? I mean, Randall with Chris Paul would be, like, awesome. but Or it could be terrible, depending on how Randall adjusts to that role. Because with no, Paul and Booker... No, happen. I think Chris Paul would, the like...
0: Ball. Yeah, you take the ball out of Randall's hands.
3: It's yeah, just, he'd, like, oh, he beat God. him into submission yeah, it's until crazy. Randall, that's like, just a really play, wanted to
2: finisher. He's one He's one one a big enough range. personality to make that happen.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's what we were hoping for with Kemba, right? And just yeah. the problem is Kemba, like, isn't confident in his ability to play basketball anymore,
2: so he... Wasn't do do all time, yeah. Yeah. Uh Zach, what do you think? What's your preference?
0: I mean, this—it's hard to say. Like, the, the thing is, you're trading away Randall to get a younger player. Like, just seems like sort of a, not pointless, but it's kind of pointless. Like Matt was pretty much alluding to, like, what Randall is a young player. <laughs> like, he, like, like the prime is like generally considered like twenty-seven to thirty-one, somewhere in that range, right? So you have a guy just in his prime who does who, who is a star. Where he lands on there is up for debate, but he's clearly a star player. And you trade him for a slightly younger star player who who you're only getting because they haven't hit their ceilings, so you're just sort of pushing it back for for what? You know, like <clears throat> it's not like you're getting a LeBron James type. Player, or or a guy who even has that possibility. Like I don't think anyone thinks D-Iron Fox is going to turn into a top five player in the league, right?
2: Except for maybe Colin. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's that's not to discredit Fox. He's really good. It's just I, you know, that that feels like a just a move for the sake of making a move. You know?
3: Yeah. I, I also like don't. So you trade Randall for Fox? Like, what is that? What does that team look like?
0: Yeah, I mean. I mean you start over
3: it's more do I mean it's more workable than trading Randall for getting DeAndre Ayton, but
2: like honestly, I think that team would be pretty damn fun if we're being for real. Like I mean, but would it be good or would it be fun? I, <laughs> I think it ha- would have the potential to be good and fun. I mean you take I, I don't know if that team would score. Uh so you got Fox, Fournier, RJ, Toppin, and Mitch. I mean, that that's team is just gonna team. run like mad. Well, well,
3: you Mitchell
2: I mean, I, I think, I do think that Fournier was showing an inclination to run early in the year and they've just kind of like slowed down into this half court slot. No, I mean, they, they even did like, it,
3: like, there was that one play the being in the Nuggets game where Fournier trailed Randall on the break and like, You know, nailed the three. Uh, Fournier can go out on the break. I I really think Mitch would just be like a total. I don't think you want to like he just can't run right now. Well, but if you
2: have if you have Obi streaking out and doing his like wide receiver impersonation almost every single time with Fox, then like that might actually save Mitch's legs on defense a little bit. Yeah, it might. Um, Just let him hang back while you run transition real quick. Yeah. Even if Mitch at his best would be in good enough physical condition to make it up and down all those times and catch lobs, but
0: Yeah. Wait, an NBA player can be expected to run up and down <laughs> yeah. the floor? Or a I mean, times? then,
2: you know, maybe maybe uh it'll just get Mitch in shape faster too by having him run more with that team. <laughs> I yeah, I just think like if you have a team
3: that is able to shut down, I mean, we haven't seen anyone be able to shut down Obi in transition yet, but like if you have a team that can shut down their transition game, then like that team is not going to score in the half court.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I think if I was going to rank this in order, I wouldn't even say it's one or the other. I would say I would rank it just out of the trades presented to us. De'Aaron Fox, number one, would be the first one I would do. Gun to my head. Then Beal, actually, because I think Beal is actually in his prime. Uh, unlike I just I don't want like an unvaccinated piece of shit in our team. That's true. I don't like that aspect, but I assume that Leon Rose would stick him with the shot himself. Um,
3: <laughs> I don't know. Like, Beal is very, Kyrie's getting all the attention, but like, Beal is very,
2: like, vehemently anti vax. I guess, assuming that you can get him vaccinated, if we're talking just in a vacuum on like what they would bring to the team talent wise. I mean,
3: well, you, I mean, like, obviously, it really, it would have, they'd only trade for him if they could get him vaccinated because he wouldn't be able
2: to play any home games. Exactly. So, so I would say, Beal you know, if, if you pull the trigger, you know, you're going to be able to get him vaccinated. So, you do that. Um, and then Aiden and then Dame would be last for me because I I am totally out on giving up a huge package for Dame Lord. I just think I think he's cooked. Really? I think he's cooked. I don't think you that think Dame Lord is cooked? I don't think what we're seeing so far this year oh is my an aberration. God. Oh can I, just, hot I, I don't okay.
3: mind this argument that's about to happen, but can I just say this mailbag is gonna be very long? Yeah. <laughs> all right. No,
2: yeah, yeah. I'll I'll keep it short. This is all I'm gonna say, and you can give a quick rebuttal if you want, Zach. No though, um,
0: no, I have no about rebe- I just want you to put this on the record so I can bookmark make
2: Bookmark this episode for you know like, he
0: goes for fucking 60 in the playoff. Did you did you remember the playoff series that just happened?
2: What are we doing? No, bookmark this episode for oh my God. for a year or two from now, he's gonna be in the same situation Kevin Walker's in in a couple of years. I'm about to have an aneurysm. <laughs> I can't formulate words. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next questions. <laughs>
1: You've got mail.
2: Uh, next question. This is from the Strict Chord. We got a, a couple quick ones here from Nemo Potato from Chili Paris, who you also might know as Nemo Patty on Twitter. Uh, so, RJ was called out after the Nuggets game for not working as hard as he should by Tibbs. What other Knicks could be called out by another member of the organization and for what reason? Non serious answers welcome. Uh, I guess just do, like, the first one that comes to you off the top of your head. Zach, I'll throw it to you first so that you can regain your ability to speak again. Um, I mean,
0: oh, well, only non-serious answers. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, Nemo pretty much covered it. <laughs> <laughs> so That's pretty good," uh, he said. "Yeah, Evan's hair, right? Let me just read
2: this. No, no, no. You're doing the wrong one. You're doing the wrong all question, right. Zach.
0: Wait,
2: no. Did yeah, you, you say not working they, as they as are as kind as a, reason, of a? They're kind yeah. of a pair,
3: but yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. I mean, like, no, no. In, no, I see, to to Zach, no, in no, fairness, no, to no, Zach. No, 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 no. They're not the same thing.
3: There's They're very similar. <laughs> okay.
2: The first question. It's non-serious
0: answers of shit to give other people. No. First of all, okay, Zach.
3: You don't know how to read. You don't know how to read. I'm gonna. I'm switching sides. It says non-serious answers welcome. Not non-serious answers only.
2: Oh well, I yeah. guess miss being fat is yeah, still- but also. <laughs> also, Zach is Zach. You're reading question two and then tacks, I know somehow tacking on the I'm non-series. combining them. I, no, I, I'm the combining thing is, them. I agree. I I think they are of a piece. All right. Well, fine. however, I'm gonna read the. That second can't part. read. I'm gonna read the second part, and I'll let people decide if these <laughs> questions need to be linked or not. I think they're pretty distinctly different. They're not. Um,
0: they, no, no. They, there's overlap. I'm definitely wrong, but okay. there's overlap. Okay, there's pretty,
3: there's pretty significant overlap here. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So as a as a uh, oh my god as the as a summary <laughs> of the first question, the first question is basically asking if a member of the Knicks could call out another member of the Knicks for something. What would they call them out for? and says non-serious answers welcome I'll read Nemo's second question since you guys apparently think that these need to be linked somehow
1: you've got mail
2: Uh, Nemo's second question is if you could treat players as toys and exchange parts what adjustments would you make I'd say limit the changes to one or two max per player. Otherwise, I could see Knox with Kemba's left knee, Noel's right knee, Mitch's fat, and Evan's ball <laughs> that's, so that's
0: No, that's it. Because that's those are the answers linked, to the because, first question.
3: Yeah, Zach's right. Because, like, I would answer –
2: those are the answers.
0: Yeah, Evan's baldness is a non serious answer to the first question. You know these are so totally
2: separate times, right? Like Nemo
0: did not ask these. Oh, yeah. I, I recognize this, but it, Nemo's got a, got a nice He asked right two similar him. questions. Is yeah. it, like, the thing is,
3: the answer you go to for the first one is Mitch is fat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's too easy. Okay. It's just too easy. Do you want? Okay. A serious answer is that Evan Fournier gets shit together with defensive communication. And actually, Mitchell Robinson should too. And actually, most of the team really is fucking up on that front, like one hundred percent of the time. sounded the
2: alarm as we speak.
0: <laughs> Wait, did you hear that? I did. Yeah. I, oh yeah, I, I like it. Did. Oh, wow. it did. Dude, i Dude, yeah, this is like the organic New York sound. Like, yeah, man, it's, very, it's very New York. We're in the streets, guys. We got the sirens. He's anyway. from Queens. He's from Queens. <laughs> okay. Right. You said it, not me. I'm um, walking here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. If they could, like, you know, because dude, what we we never saw last year any of these these like dumbass things where they just look at each other after they give up a layup and they both look at each other with their arms up, like, huh? what? They they having these switches where one guy switches, the other guy doesn't. Last year they were like, it was like a like an organic being. It was so great to see where it was like a switch. They didn't even need to say it. Like one guy would just switch out, the other guy would would you know go where he has to go and it was boom 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 and that shit is not happening this year and the reality is even a half second slow is enough to get to go from one of the best defenses to the worst and that's what we're seeing so that's what i would tell them if we're doing serious answers i would yell at all them for being dog shit decision makers on defense and get it together
2: okay all right matt what would your uh well it Okay, you could just say that Leon is saying that. It's supposed to be one member of the Knicks yelling at another member of the Knicks. Oh, my
0: God.
2: So. You are being – you're treating this question so weird. Yeah, I'm being rules lawyers. It's just, here. Because, yeah. like, it's just because I don't see this connection, you guys. I see-
3: don't <laughs> <You laughs> see any connection.
2: Oh, my God. All right. Um, the two. Hold
3: on, hold on. The two most obvious joke answers to the first question – Or Evan is bald and Mitch is fat. And then Nemo listed them both in in the second second question. I guess. I still
2: don't think that the two things are particularly linked. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, all right. Matt, what's your your thing that you would yell at? I I mean,
3: I I would like more specifically, if I'm Leon or Tibbs or whoever, call out Randall for his defense. And like, just stop being so fucking lazy, dude. I, I don't know. So often, I feel like. Maybe Zach or or Alex, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but just, like, anecdotally, I feel like, weirdly, he's more engaged on defense when Obi's out there with him. Maybe he, like, prefers to be guarding the the fives, but um, I don't know. He's just been so – like, I'm really not too upset with his offense, but, like, his defense has been mostly so lackadaisical this year that I would definitely –
0: Yeah, I I have a theory on that actually. Sorry to just jump in.
3: That's, I was basically done. So go
0: ahead. There's like a, um, so we saw Randall defend last year. That was one of the best things he did. Like it was a revelation, right? And it goes back to what I was just talking about, where these guys are like on a string and they're all on the same page. That's not happening this year. And I'm guessing he gets frustrated just like we do. Now, that's not to excuse the effort, but I I know that feeling. It's like, uh, you guys play like, any video game that requires a, a team or you go to the park, you know what I mean? You're playing pickup and you switch out and someone picks up your guy and just doesn't do it. And you're just like, what the fuck dude. And next time it happens again. And next time you stop putting in as much effort, right? Like it's just, it's a natural thing that happens and that's not to excuse it. It's just to say that I suspect that that's part of it. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, what more? What do I have to do here? You know what I mean? He comes out here and he's working his ass off on offense and he's carrying the entire team and he's got to do it on defense as well. And these other guys fuck it up. And uh, that can be passed around to plenty of guys as far as blame. Um, And I suspect that that's part of it.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think that's reasonable. Um, Because it's made no sense to me. It's not like Randall was like a very committed defender last year. Right. So. I think that's that's totally reasonable if he's just like confused about why you no know, like Mitch is not you know, Mitch and Noel are not doing what they're supposed to do for right. different reasons. RJ like doesn't remember how to play basketball right now, so you know, that's not great. Fournier is just not a great defender. Um and then, you know, Burke's I mean Burke's only been on the, the floor with the starters for like four games, so um but, on the other hand, like, Burks is, has been, like, trying pretty hard on defense, I feel like. And yeah. Julius was still pretty lazy on, on Sunday. Yeah, Well, I think but,
0: that's why he play, he likes playing with Obi. Because Obi yeah. actually knows what he's doing. And yeah. Obi plays with that instinctual... Which is
3: funny, because, like, everyone talked all, about how Obi would never be able to play defense. Yeah. Because of his hips. And yep. uh, he's been fine.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. So, I'm going to tackle Nemo's first question and say... Something that nobody's ever mentioned before, uh, and it's never been brought up throughout this whole podcast, and I'm going to say wow. uh, I would tell, I would, as Kenny Payne or the Knicks head trainer, tell Mitch that he has to run, like, four miles a day until he's not fat anymore. Um, sure. And until <laughs> until he loses. Oh, it's interesting that Nemo gave that as an answer <laughs> to the second question. <laughs> In a totally unrelated question from the next day, (laughs) I might ask. Um, But yeah, so I would, uh, I I would, because I just think, I think once you get Mitch into full game shape again, I think he's shown enough flashes that like, I don't know, I don't, I think that it looks to me like his brain, can't, like his body can't keep up with his brain right now sometimes, and or that he's just exhausted sometimes. So like, get the conditioning back and everything else will come. And then you just keep enough of that newfound muscle that he can still, you know, be strong enough to, you know, hang with Embiid or whoever the fuck him even hang with. But uh, that's how that's how I would approach things with him right now because I think that I think he just really needs to get that figured out so he gets his verticality back by and large. Uh, have him do like four miles and then a whole bunch of box jumps or something like something to just get his vertical explosiveness back because. I think that's going to be really key to... This dude
0: just needs to do cardio. It's crazy. Basically. Like, like the level of shape that he's in is honestly pathetic. I still still
2: think that he's been working his way back. Like, he wasn't able to really run full speed, apparently, until, like, right before the season. But... But, bro, this is the same shit we give James Harden and Jokic
0: yeah. sh- shit for.
2: Oh, yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and they, they've, they're they like MVP caliber players. Like, bro, Mitch, like, come on. Except,
2: except it's, like, way more, like, necessary for Mitch to not be fat because right. his whole exactly. game is based on athleticism. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah so that, that would be my thing. Uh, as far as the exchanging parts where we're making, like, a Frankenstein's monster. Um, it's a great question, by the way. Yeah, I think we've had something sort of similar to this before where we were like taking skill sets and putting them in different bodies. I,
3: I so badly want to say wanted to say, yeah, we did one question ago.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't do it a question ago. It's totally different. You said you said we had something
3: similar, like that you just teed yourself up.
2: No, we had a question like a while back where it was like if you could if you could switch like one player's brain into another player's body. Yeah. That is similar to a question we had a minute ago with the Freaky Friday thing. Um What? How is that similar to fucking tips? Whoa! (laughs) Well, you see, you switch your brain into a VCR, and then uh, oh, deep cut. Uh, Is this really a deep cut? We've
3: we've made references to that so often, it can't be a deep cut at this point.
2: I think instead of a deep cut, it's now just a, a running gag.
3: Yeah. Um, oh,
2: have we really talked about that it, much?
3: Alex brings it up like once an episode.
2: <laughs> it's probably one of my funniest moments. Alex is so
0: happy to be included on an inside joke. I am like, like
2: Michael Scott. Described. I've always wanted to be yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I guess I would say, I, since it's it seems like it's mostly just body part based. It's not so. I would say give Mitch. Uh, taj's lungs and internal organs um just everything is even though Taj, is like arms and legs yeah well like just put all of taj's internal yeah, I, I put
3: taj's in brain it. image's body for sure
2: yeah i guess that yeah. could work too yeah <laughs> that oh man then you wow you'd be cooking it, it would be men. like if you take Whoa. it's like if you take taj and just like <laughs> it's like putting him in like a mech suit <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. yeah like was, power armor oh my god uh,
3: That's what it would be. Yeah, Mitch is like the evolved form of Taj. If you know
0: he were not in shape, all, all the all the calories went towards building his body, and he yeah. took like the skill points away from the brain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he took he took all of them uh, out of um, uh, out of intelligence to add to yeah, add to strength. athleticism. Strength. Yeah, it's yeah. like if
0: you're playing D anD D and you just build a character <laughs> with like a, a million athletics and strength, but just no. Break. I did make no a offense character to, like that. No it was offense very, to Mitch. it was a very Yeah, fun we're
3: talking character. about basketball yeah. IQ here. We're, we're not commenting on Yeah,
0: exactly. I don't I don't yeah. just want to get ahead of that one. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. Look, it's fun to play a dummy, right? <laughs>
3: yeah, it was fun. fun.
2: <laughs> it, it was a fun character to play when I did that in d d Um You could just play yourself. Basically. I like um I like I, actually I like named putting the character Zach Delizio.
3: It was a great. Character. Was a <laughs> I like switching Knox's way. knees with Kemba's. let so Kemba has young knees
2: for <laughs> Knox. I mean, that was a good,
3: suggestion. <laughs> <a good laughs> my knee yeah. we Wait, You don't, you don't need, you don't need good me. knees. to Play Wait,
0: Fortnite. I actually, well, I'm realizing this question is just like, okay, we take apart Kevin Knox and heal everyone. Else. Yeah, you do. <laughs> 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 it's like so. We're, so we're. you're hurt. Here's a knee. <laughs> The we're only
3: allowed, thing you're going to leave with Kevin Knox is his brain, because nobody wants that.
0: <laughs> oh jeez! Oh wow! <laughs> Took it too far, dude. Got personal. Jesus. Again,
3: we're talking basketball IQ. I'm not commenting on on Kevin Knox's, oh, my god. You know, <laughs> intelligence as a person, just his. So we're just, just turning
2: we're IQ. just turning Knox into a black market organ farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! All right. On that I screen, can
3: totally imagine. Tibs being like, all right, Kevin, we uh, we gotta take you back here to, to work on some stuff and then just like just take it apart.
2: It's like it's like Saw or something. <laughs> yeah. Like... Oh man. Oh my god,
0: we're we're horrible. Ugh. I just wanna say one thing. Isn't it crazy that a conceivable answer to this, which you would never do because it doesn't make sense, but you putting Derek Rose's knees into Kemba Walker would be an improvement for Kemba. How crazy? Yeah. How far <laughs> have we come? What yeah. the
3: hell? Yeah, that's pretty bad.
2: That's I pretty mean,
3: crazy. it does give Kemba hope, right? Because, like, Rose's knees were done. And uh
0: he made his way back.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if
0: Kemba has that degenerative
2: shit. I he, he, yeah, he might. I, I think K- Kemba has degenerative arthritis. I mean, he has arthritis in his knee, which basically is just, oh. it's like, it's like unmanageable or it's, yeah, it's no, manageable, it's just, it's but not, it's, it's uncurable. It's yeah. uncurable, but it's manageable. And basically you just yeah. have good days and bad days. And some days your knee feels like it's going to fall off and other days it feels okay. That's so sucks. And you it's it's
3: like, it like when, you know, when I always used to wish like five years ago that I could give like Eric Campbell's back to David Wright, you know? Yeah.
2: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Except David Wright had spinal stenosis, which was even worse. Well,
3: that's what I'm saying. So, like, I guess Eric Campbell's spine. But the point is, like, take it from a bad Mets player and, like, give David Wright a working spine. And then, you know, he'd he'd probably still be playing baseball right
1: now.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. You've got mail. All
2: right. Moving to Nemo's final question. This is a quick one. We'll just rapid fire this. Nemo snuck this in right before the horn. Uh, Extra question, if the recording hasn't started yet, how much time would you need to lose 20 pounds? Zach, you've, like, done this recently, so how long did it yeah. take
0: you? Oh, yeah, I lost twice as much. Um, I probably, like, uh, I mean, it, it depends. Am I doing it healthy or am I competing? <laughs> I don't know. If I'm competing, I could do it a month for sure. But if I if I was trying to lose it and keep it off in, like, a sustainable way, probably, like, two, three
2: months. Yeah. Yeah, I've also lost, like, oh, man, when I lost weight, I lost, like, uh, for, the, for what did I what did I lose in total 50, 50 pounds I think were you doing the math or were you just trying yeah to I was I was trying to think where I started versus where I ended because it was a little right. bit gradual but then I had like a couple spurts where I lost more uh, so like <laughs> I was like really unhealthy like right after college and I definitely got fat and so I lost like thirty pounds just by virtue of like working out once or twice a week and like not eating like total garbage all the time um, wow you must have been real deep. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, Good for you, though. Good for you. So I lost 30 pounds that way, and then I lost, like, another 20 over the course of about, like, two months. And I did it healthily. Like, it was just, like, I started eating salads, and, like, I would just have a small breakfast and, like, a big-ass salad for lunch, and then, like, a small dinner after working out. And I worked out, like, three, four days a week. And that got me down to, like, what now is, like, my happy place weight that I'm about 10 pounds away from at the moment. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I could probably... I mean, if I went like full crash diet and decided I wanted to hate myself, I could probably lose 20 pounds in a month, but mm-hmm. I, I, I would never do that cause I like food too much. So, you know, I would probably say probably like two months. That would be my answer too. Matt. What's your,
3: um, so I, I mean, I'm going to preface this by saying at this point in my life, I could certainly stand to lose a few pounds, but I've never had to. So
2: I have no idea. Okay. All right, well, that's that. All right, moving to our next questions because, my God, we still have so many questions.
1: You've got mail.
2: Um, all right, this one comes from uh, Mikey underscore Cook 7 uh, on the, the Strict Chord, who is also, I think, Mikey underscore Cooks on Twitter. It's Mikey Cooks for sure. Um, hey, if the Knicks had a Sopranos-style intervention with Randall as the Chris, who's who in this scene? And it's the intervention scene for Sopranos, which I watched right before this, and it was... It's still it's one of the most hilarious scenes in the whole show. It's so funny. Um that whole episode is actually like I mean, the whole show is dark comedy, but it's like one of the funniest episodes of the whole show. Uh Zach, have you watched Sopranos? Nope. Okay, so neither of you have. So I'll take this I like, have not. <laughs> I'll take this solo real quick because Matt and I talked about this beforehand. So all right, so Julius is Chris being interventioned. Um I said Tony Soprano is Tibbs. <laughs> so I'll tell you guys what the story is in this episode because it's hilarious. The whole thing is brought about. So, like, Chris in the show, who's Michael Imperioli's character, is, like, he slowly but surely becomes, like, a massive heroin addict um, over time. And it all comes to a head when he decides to shoot up one night and goes to flop down on the couch and sits on his girlfriend's dog. And, like, sits on its head so it can't get out. And he suffocates the dog under his ass. And... So then she comes home and she's like, oh my God, Chris, you killed my dog. And he's like, what? I fell asleep. He must have crawled under there. (laughs) And she's like, no, you sat on him. You killed him. So then they have this whole intervention. And uh, so the big moment for Tony in it is Tony, you know, is like, oh, drugs, drugs suck, blah, blah, blah. I get drunk all the time, but drugs are terrible. And (laughs) And so they come in and Tony's like, You know, a little perturbed, but Tony's big uh, bugaboo with everything is like if you cruelty to animals is like the ultimate sin to him. And so Adriana starts reading off her like list of complaints and she's like, and you sat on our dog the other day and you killed him. And Tony's like, whoa, 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 whoa! what did you do to the fucking dog? (laughs) And then goes to this whole fucking thing. And the whole rest of the intervention is just Tony being like, yeah, but he killed the dog. (laughs) And so I, I think that's Tibbs when he finally looks at his his net rating and on-off reports and analytics and whatever. Uh, Tibbs finally will do that and be like, well, you killed the defense. You killed the defense. And that's that. Um, the interventioner, how did I do? Was that good?
0: I mean, I didn't see it uh,
2: so. all right well i just uh, i thought i heard someone getting ready to say something and i was like oh does someone has a smart-ass remark go ahead
0: no i was i had a smart-ass remark about how pita is going to arrest us for his podcast because <laughs> of so all the dog yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's all that's okay.
2: all, right. all right uh so the interventioner i said would be scott perry just trying to keep the peace because i just feel like that's what scott perry would do uh adriana um who's uh uh chris's girlfriend who gave the whole speech about telling the dog? I said it would be R.J. because he would be like he killed our offense from last year. Uh, Polly would be Wes. So the the quote from <laughs> the quote from Polly in this episode uh, is "You're weak. You're out of control, and you've become an embarrassment to yourself and everybody else." And also, yeah. also eventually Polly punches Chris in the face uh, later on in the intervention after a little heated exchange between them. So I say that that Wes would say something similar to that and then eventually would punch Julius after taking his shirt off and blaring Empire State of Mind. Uh, he would start a fight with Julius and punch him in the face. Um, Silvio, uh, I said, would be Burks or Rose because uh, Silvio just gives like this very quick story about how one time he found Chris puking in the bathroom when he was high and uh, Chris goes, I was sick. And then Silvio's just like, I don't care. That's it. I'm done. So I said it would be Berkshire Rose because they would just be like, "I was on the floor with you one time, and you didn't pass it to me," and then that would be it. <laughs> um, Carmela, uh, Tony's wife, I said it would be quickly because Carmela was just kind of like reluctantly participating and also comforting Adriana. So I figure like quickly it would be like comforting RJ after the emotional speech, um, and then Chris's mom <laughs> was uh, I said it would be Leon because. Chris's mom at, at one point goes, good, maybe someone will slap some sense into him right as Paulie's about to punch him. Um, so, yeah, that's that's who I think would be that. But that's that whole question. I'm not going to drag it any further in case there's not Sopranos fans listening to this that are just like, how much longer do I have to skip this Yeah, I, 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 I've been um, looking at my phone. Yeah, so, Matt, this one's for you and me. Zach, we're going to have to exclude you for this one, too, unless you have something to weigh in on this. I don't know how you feel about pork roll. Um, I, I don't even know what that is. So, they, what, what? Oh my God. What? You're, what? A, you're a disgrace. Um, I don't live in your state, dude. You can't okay. can can have in New York. pork roll outside of New Jersey. You can yeah, definitely get follow, it in New York. Why would
0: I, yeah, I'm sure I could get one, but why would I do that?
2: Because it's delicious and amazing and like one of the it best things I've ever eaten. Oh my god! We're
0: having the meatloaf 2.0. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I don't want to derail. Pork. I don't want to derail this, but like, it seems like I missed a pretty big argument between you. Oh, two. Oh yeah. All right. So Matt, this is the
2: basically <laughs> no, it could all be slowed again. down to this. What is your stance on meatloaf? Because Zach, basically, I was like, I was bragging about this Thanksgiving style meatloaf I was making on the last show, that a bunch of people said like, oh, that sounds really yummy. And Zach was like, fuck that. I would never eat meatloaf because meatloaf sounds icky. I don't want meatloaf on Thanksgiving. All right. Well, do you like meatloaf, <laughs> do you like meatloaf in general? It's fine. Okay. So you didn't, like, write it wait. off immediately and never eat it because you were well, like, No. no. Name, wait, let's
0: reevaluate. Wait, wait, wait. What I was saying is that the name of meatloaf is a disgusting name.
2: And that's why you've never True eaten True or
0: false. It.
3: I mean, it's a it's kind of a boring name. Like, yeah, okay, it's a loaf of meat.
2: It is a loaf of meat. That's
3: correct. Okay, it's meat in a loaf shape. Like mm-hmm. sure.
2: Anyway, so Zach also apparently um, thinks that-
3: I, I'm sure you know, Alex. Your meatloaf is probably good. I wouldn't want it on Thanksgiving.
2: Well, uh, you, you didn't hear that part of the story either. Which, all right, I'm going to tell you now. Uh, it was for my. <laughs> it was for my father-in-law who can't eat poultry, because my brother-in-law was like, "I'm not making you another meat," which then. But then had said to him like you could bring like a ham steak or something and we'll cook that on the stove if you want that as like your protein, which then my father in law was like Steve doesn't want me at Thanksgiving, and I was like you fucking dramatic motherfucker, and then yeah, I was that's, like it's really, <laughs> but he's always he's always liked my meatloaf so I was like yo what if I make a meatloaf and he's like okay so then I made a Thanksgiving style one where I use pork. And then put, like, uh, like stuffing mix and stuff in it. And put, like, a cranberry, like, topping on top or whatever. But, like, not, like, a not like a, a, a sweet cranberry thing. I made it, like, kind of, like, spicy. Okay,
3: I was going to say, like, that kind of ruins it.
2: No, it was good. It was, like, spicy. But, like, a little, like, tangy. It was really good. Um, but so, yeah. So I made that with, like, some bacon in it. And, like, I wrapped it in bacon. And it was really tasty. Um, Jeez.
0: That is so... <laughs> It's a lot it's, of shit.
2: It's a meatloaf,
0: dude. It's a loaf of meat. <laughs> There's so much
2: meat. But it was it was really good and everybody loved it. Um, so, fuck you, Zach. I don't think so I... So, Zach, what's
0: that. your objection? Oh, I just don't like the name Meatloaf. And I, oh,
3: yeah. I mean, it's meatloaf. a shit name. <laughs>
2: Yes. Yeah, I think it's
0: kind of gross, and that's why I don't really care about meatloaf.
2: And that's why you also apparently don't yeah. care about pork roll. So let's get to the question. Correct, questions. yes.
1: Right, to bring this home. All right, you're, dumb, the, 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 all right, you're done. You've got mail. Let's the question for
2: Mikey is, what's better in Jersey, the chicken parm or the pork roll sandwich Jersey people are always arguing about? Can I immediately take
3: exception to him saying pork roll sandwich?
2: I mean, yeah. uh, uh, is he saying chicken parm sandwich or pork roll sandwich? Well, chicken parm sandwich is fine, yeah,
3: because that's a thing. Pork roll, like pork roll sandwich, you, you put. I mean, I guess you could. Have put you ever pork eaten a just
2: a pork roll and cheese sandwich?
3: No, I haven't. Yeah, it's um, good. I mean, I've gotten. I was that. gonna say, like, you could, but like, he obviously is thinking about pork roll egg and cheese on a bagel.
2: Yeah, or like a hard roll. I like it on a hard roll sometimes.
3: That's fine too, but like, the point is, he's thinking of the breakfast sandwich, and like, you just, I don't know.
2: Whatever. Anyway,
3: pork roll I, I'm, pork I'm being nitpicky, but I just oh I, my God. I, that
2: that that like hit wrong in my head. You're pro- you're, you're proving him right about the Jersey people always arguing about it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we're not denying that we argue about yeah, it. Yeah, luckily the luckily we both fall on the same side of that debate. It is pork roll. It's not Taylor ham. People yeah. call it Taylor ham, which is stupid. It's pork roll. Um, so we're in total agreement on that. I think just because of the fact that it's unique to New Jersey and it's like apparently nowhere else since Zach has never gotten it once in his life, uh being a native New Yorker. Uh I think pork roll is the the better thing out of the
3: Yeah, I don't even like I don't even know that chicken
2: parm was like a Jersey thing. A Jersey thing. Yeah, I thought chicken, chicken parm, parm was, was just like an American thing. Like which could be New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, whatever. Yeah. So I mean
3: I feel like you could you could get chicken parm. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Like Maybe you can't get chicken parm outside of the Tri state area or like the Northeast, but like well I'm sure you
2: could, but you know what I mean. It's like it's not its like best a thing. Here. It's at its but, best. Like Um, well everything's out its best here. That's true. That's true. Um Except for maybe like Mexican food. I, I was know. that was
3: my one. I was yeah. gonna I mean, say
2: Texas or Texas or uh, California, California probably.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean also bar like obviously barbecue is better outside of this area too. That's true. Well, Even though Brooklyn barbecue is weirdly a thing now.
2: Yeah. But all, all America, or all like, well, actually, most American foods too, I think are best around here. But all like Italian and Italian yeah. American foods are definitely yeah, the best yeah. around here. Uh, that said, I still, I'm going with pork roll. I think pork roll is the king. Uh, mostly just because I don't think chicken parms are like special in New Jersey. That said, i yeah. had probably some of my favorite chicken parms in New Jersey, but that's just because I'm from New Jersey. So that's where yeah. I'm more likely to have eaten them. Um, I'm sure. No, I'm with you. I'm sure you get a great chicken parm in New York, but you're not going to get a pork roll sandwich well, better in New York. Remember, you we
3: where we're next time you come, where we're going to dinner.
2: Yeah, we're going to Parm.
3: We're going to Parm, which is in New York. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly, but so uh, which. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it's pork roll essentially by default, although obviously also uh, that would be the answer anyway. I'm also just but saying well. in
2: general pork roll on the yeah. landslide because it's amazing, yeah. and I can't believe it only basically exists in New Jersey. Um, Honestly, it, it legitimately shocked me that Zach had <laughs> never had it before. Yeah, I think that should be a priority. Next time we all get together, we have to give Zach a pork roll sandwich.
0: Okay, just bring me
2: one. I will. I'll bring you what? one. No, yes. Don't, What? Yes! What you don't said don't yes Bring me right.
0: one? <laughs> Actually, I'll, make, I'll do it even
2: better. I'll make you one. I'll yes! You one. Oh I can't yes. believe
3: you're like letting him be lazy.
0: I don't care.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's all right
0: through that. I'll make him a pork. <laughs> you're gonna me food? Food. Fuck fuck yeah, dude. I'll make oh him like God. the best
3: one I've ever made at at home. I'll bring one to him. Wait, can you can you like only if you also you also eat your meatloaf?
2: Yeah, and I'm going to bring a meatloaf, too.
3: Yeah. I think that's a okay. good plan.
2: This is a good, right, good plan. hot This is happening. Yeah.
3: Potluck, but Alex <laughs> is making
2: everything.
0: <laughs> I don't care. I'm,
2: I love it. I'm going yes. to... I'll come over and I'll jack your kitchen, though. Like, I'm gonna, I'm uh, gonna, that's I'll fine. Care. Just don't jack it off.
0: <laughs> awful. Oh, my gosh! Wow, <laughs> did <we> you <already laughs> cut that? I'm so no, sorry. No, I'm leaving it. We're
3: on
2: a roll today. All right. No, oh. I'm getting delirious, guys. This, seriously, hard. like,
3: it's it's hard to tell little... Inside baseball here, Zach had a uh, technical issue, and so we had to restart the recording halfway through. This is going to be, so I don't actually know how long we've been going, but this is going to be, I'll oh, almost here, an hour and, an hour and, half. and half be, an yeah, a half. Yeah, it's 9 right? o'clock, so almost an hour and a half. Yeah, it's going to be a long um, This is going to be a very
0: long podcast. Yep. Oh, we have some ways to go,
3: boys. Buckle up, yes.
2: buckaroos.
0: You've
3: got mail. All
2: right, next question <laughs> comes from Gax uh, in the strict cord. Is RJ Sealing an inconsistent average of the Julius of this and last year with maybe more consistent defense? Is that someone good enough to be your quote unquote third player? Uh, Zach, you need to get talked for like 10 minutes, so go ahead. <laughs> is,
0: is the Sealing an inconsistent average of Julius of this and last year? Um, it's hard to say because they feel so different as players to me. Um, maybe Maybe in terms of impact. Sure. Ceiling still hard for me to tell with RJ because it all depends on how good his shooting is and we've seen him be good and we've seen him be absolute dog shit like like comically bad. Um apparently he's hit like 4 of 23 wide open corner threes. I think Fred Katz had something about that today, which is like I can do that Yeah. Guys. That, was, yes. that was I can hit 4 of
3: 23 wide. That open was crazy. Threes. That he yeah. like has had so many open threes and he's not even hitting those. Yeah. I kind of assumed just because like who remembers every three RJ's taken in the right. past two weeks that he like was just not hitting contested ones.
2: No, right. he's been getting a lot of open looks. He's just clanging them. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's just bad. So you know, it's really hard for me to say. I think that's probably a, a reasonable approximation, assuming that again his shooting is somewhere between what we're seeing this year and what we saw last year, uh, and he's still young. So there's still plenty of time, and I, re- I really do believe in the work he puts in. I know Tibbs called him out the other day, but I'm sure that's um, there's a reason for that. Uh, I actually trust him to know how to motivate RJ, to be honest. Um, so something like that, and is that the f- good enough to be a third player? Maybe? Depends who your first player is, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think... I, th- I think I'd say, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily quite buy the Julius comp either. I guess I sort of get it in a sense of, like, if RJ can get his handle good enough to replicate what Julius does as far as running the offense. But that's still a big if, you know. Oh, R- yeah. RJ, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah, he's he still hasn't shown anything close to that level of a handle yet. Um, Shooting-wise, I could see, I mean, he is sort of starting to embrace the mid-range a little more, which I don't know if he'll ever quite get down all the jab step moves and all the fancy footwork on the inside to get off some of those mid-range shots, but pull up mid-range shooting, he seems to be embracing. So I guess that could be kind of similar. The Their inside finishing is very similar in the fact that they both are pretty good at getting there and really bad at doing anything about it. Um, although RJ has shown a good instinct for passing out of that situation too. So I guess in that regard, they're kind of similar. And then the three point shooting is kind of similar. And then I, I would agree that I think RJ's better on defense. So, yeah, I, I think if he tightens things up and he could become a consistent, like, 18 point per game scorer on, you know, pretty good efficiency, I think he could be your third best player on, like, an actually good team with something to play for just because of the defense mostly. Um, right. Almost like a, trying to think, like a, like a pre leveling up, like, Kawhi Leonard but not as good on defense you know not as much of like an elite elite defender Um, but like you know the same general idea of like before Kawhi kind of like took that next step and became like a 27 point per game scorer. he was kind of that like for the Spurs like the 18 point per game like super mega glue guy Um, right. and I can almost see RJ like topping out as that without having that next level to get to like Kawhi did but Matt do you have anything to add to that? uh no
3: i think um i think you guys covered it pretty much
2: cool all right we're gonna move to our next question here you've got mail which comes from uh also in the strict chord old underscore terra uh have you checked tankathon yet i made it 23 games in the season which has got to be a personal record uh so all right well to make this not super long uh yes or no and then if it's no. What is your threshold for starting to check Tankathon, Matt? You first.
3: No, and I actually don't do that. Boo. So my threshold is 82 games. Okay. I'm
0: with you. I'm with you. I never check it. I don't.
2: I just don't really understand
0: it. Honestly, I don't understand.
2: It's just like a torture device. Yeah. <laughs> like, I,
0: I, what the fuck? Here, okay.
2: I, here's here's the thing.
3: Like, you can pin this. You know, an hour and 35 minutes into this podcast, whatever, and, <laughs> and get me back in May. The Knicks are making the playoffs. Like, they're not going to be in the
2: lottery. Let's chill out. Yeah. yeah can
0: we timestamp that, Alex, in case we need to cut this out and throw it in his face at some point?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. mentally timestamp that. Uh, that means it's not happening. The thing so. is, like, um, all right. they're not going to play this badly forever. Yeah.
3: Even if they're a 500 team, they'll probably make it. They're going to make the play-in as a 500 team at the very worst. So, like, let's... Yeah. We don't have to check Tankathon. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah, I I'll say my threshold because I do go on there and torture myself playing with Tankathon. My threshold, I won't start going on there and doing that crap unless they get like like five or six games under five hundred by around mid season or something like that. Then I might finally start being like, but okay, Alex, yeah. Think- Alex, can can you
0: explain why you do it to me? please.
2: I, like I said, it's just like self-torture. Like you do it literally just to like, give yourself some hope that like, okay, if this isn't rigged, like statistically where the Knicks are right now, they could do this. I only had to click the thing like six times yeah, to get them see, to the number one the kick.
0: So I get checking it for the odds, yeah. but I don't get just clicking it. it you know what? It, maybe it, maybe it's, just like a dopamine thing. It is. Like, it's, you it's just cook it over and over. And then, sort and then of like, it gets next. You're like, yay. It's, let me do it again. it's
2: sort of like no stakes slot machine. Almost, you yeah. know, like you just click it and you're hoping for the, <laughs> you're like a rat in a cage, dude. Yeah. Like you're, <laughs> you're hoping for like bar, bar, bar oh across God. it, you know, and for yeah. the mix to come up number one, but then oh my God. you just keep getting all the shit pulls. And then finally you click the button and you get a, <laughs> you know, you win a dollar 50, after making twenty seventy cent bets, and you are like, yes! you guys are
0: <laughs> out of your fucking minds across the board. <laughs> Matt, Matt is Matt, and I are the only sane people here. Clearly,
2: yeah, yes, but yes. So, yeah, I, I would say around midseason, if they're about six games under five hundred, it seems like they might. Really- here is the thing: like, I hate to be like an Eeyore style
3: Knicks fan, but they're not like getting anywhere in the lottery. Right.
0: Exactly.
3: <laughs> That's the other part. Even if they like, don't make the playoffs, which again, like. You can pin this, again, they're making the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going anywhere in the playoffs, so they're making the playoffs. Even if somehow they don't, they're going to be at the bottom of the lottery. And even if they're not at the bottom of the lottery, which, like, they'll obviously be at the bottom of the lottery. Anyone who tries to tell me they're going to be at, like, the top of the lottery is insane. Let's be clear. Um, yeah. it, if they, even if they were at the top of the lottery, they weren't getting the number one pick because they never do. So why are we even doing this to ourselves?
2: All right, Eeyore,
3: you know, shut up. Anyway, all right, move. <laughs> yeah, to the Yeah, I'm Eeyore, Mr. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna torture myself for
1: (laughs) you've got mail all
2: right next question comes from uh urson demir uh at edemir mba what's up guys what's up person i'm curious what you'll think of the idea of bringing rokus jokobitis over next season he could be a solid secondary ball handler who can immediately contribute in the second unit in my opinion Dilemma, what's going to happen with Deuce? Keep up the solid stuff, guys. Thanks, and You do that the same. Keep up the solid stuff. Um, Matt, I'll throw it to you first, because Zach and I took... I don't forget which of the two episodes you missed, but we did take mm-hmm. a Joke this question at some point. So I'll let you get the first crack at this one. All right. I mean, from, like, the...
3: I haven't actually, like, watched his highlights, but, like, from the, from the tweet reactions to his highlights I've been seeing... Um, it seems like he's playing really well over in Europe. So, um, I mean, I really think it comes down to like, if you can find him minutes next year, is it worth like, if he's happy in Europe, I would leave him there until, you know, you can find a minutes. Um, and I don't know if they can like, you know, to like get to the second part of the question, like what do you do with Deuce? Well, hopefully like Deuce is also playing well in G League. So like, hopefully next year they can find minutes for him. Um, and like I don't see how you find minutes for both of them. So I'd probably like leave Rokas in Europe for another year to figure out like what we have with McBride first. And then maybe bring him over for 2023, 24.
2: Yeah. My thing with Rocus is the way that he's playing, he's averaging, I think it's like unless his stats have massively changed in the last like week and change. I, he's averaging like 18 and 6 or something. Wow. Over there, like it's not small potatoes like it's actually a pretty solid stat line like where it makes you think like oh shit like guys had that young that have been that good in that league you know have generally been pretty damn good in the NBA um so if he continues that I think maybe there's a little more of a sense of urgency to bring him over especially considering in theory offensively at least and I mean I think we saw some pretty encouraging things from him defensively in summer league um but offensively at least, he's sort of a perfect fit in that he doesn't need the ball. He can take some shot up, uh, spot up three-point shots, um, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, also handle the ball and do a little distributing and things of that nature. So that would work pretty well with Julius, I think, um, in a way that, like, Burke sort of does too. So maybe if you, you know, if Kemba's off the team by this time next year, which I think is probably likely at this point, maybe you bring him in and then – the plan is like to start quickly, but then you can have Rokas kind of fill his role off the bench. And then maybe if you still find that things are working better with Rosen quickly together off the bench, then you start Rokas, whatever. Since Tibbs has this weird like infatuation with bench versus starters, um, and doesn't think they can all play together. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm at. I would probably lean towards though, potentially leaving there for another year of seasoning too, because the Knicks are in this nice position having drafted him and then having him sign a a brand new contract over there where I think they get to keep his draft rights for like three years after his contract expires or something. And he just signed like a three-year deal over there. So they got a long time to make this decision if they want. They could bring him over in his prime if they really want to. Um, So I I think I would probably just play the waiting game for one more year, even though he's playing really, really well over there. Or use him as a, a huge trade chip. In a, in a trade that costs you no salary, which is another thing to consider, even though it kind of suck, you know, to potentially send that type of player off. that could potentially come to the States and be really good. I mean, if he puts up those numbers for the rest of the year, he would be like, he would have a first round grade this coming year, probably. I mean,
0: he's an asset. Yeah. At minimum. And he's yeah, like he's a big asset. asset.
2: Yeah, it, <clears throat> exactly. So Zach, what do you think though, before we close this?
0: Clip? um, I, I don't really know too much about him as a player. I will definitely take Urson's word on this. Uh, as a guy who can contribute on the second unit i think he's you know the, the thing that i that i that i like about bringing him over is that I don't think you can really have enough ball handlers uh, and i think we're still seeing that with this team you know we thought we had sort of done better with that but now without kemba it's sort of like oh yeah we'd still need more ball handlers like i feel like you can't get enough of that right? So to have another guy on the second unit, that's fucking awesome. You can, you can probably play three guards in the second unit, honestly. And and that's the thing with Deuce as well is, Deuce is probably a guy who can you can play him with a two or three, especially off the bench. Off the bench, you might even be able to play with the four. That guy is a tank uh, against bench units. I, I'm sure there's matchups you can't get away with that. But the the guy I've seen him compared to and who he has reminded me of on defense is Marcus Smart. You can do that with Marcus Smart. So I, I'm not as worried about finding space for Deuce. I think as long as uh, as that stuff just comes along, naturally he'll find minutes if he deserves it. And Grimes, too, for that matter. Uh, it's just going to be a long-term thing. They're, they'll get minutes. These guys are not going to be healthy forever. Uh, and if they perform, they'll get time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of with that, too. Um, but shout-out to Urson also does some uh... – NBA draft work on Twitter and has uh, put out some, some good highlight videos and tweets on Rokas. So definitely check out Erson's feed for some more stuff on Rokas if you want to have some more uh, context to this whole discussion. But yeah, I think, I think it's a pretty good way to put it. You know, you you hope that things work out good enough with Deuce that you give, you feel comfortable giving Rokas another year to just, season while you kind of wait for Derrick Rose to eventually retire. (laughs) Uh, Although Derrick Rose says he wants to play till he's like 40. So who knows?
1: You've got mail.
2: Um, All right. Our next question, another one from Twitter comes from Jeremy Hall at SQ clean. Uh, Maybe that's short for squeaky clean. I don't know. Uh, But crackpot theory on what's happened to our team. Wondering if you think it is more crack than pot. (laughs) Was the amazing chemistry last year the result of the lockdown and players having nothing to do besides hang out in the gym with each other all the time? Is that why it's gone now? Oh, that's a really interesting idea. Yeah. What do you think, Zach? You oh. Explore. I
0: never thought about that. That actually seems like that. I actually sort of believe. I mean, okay. So, I... Consider that extremely plausible. I obviously can't say for sure because I don't know any of these people. But that this is like, you remember what happened in the bubble, right? Like, they, like the Heat did not deserve to be in the finals, but they were mentally there. And that's sort of what we saw with the Knicks team last year, right? Like they go down by 15 constantly. They just never gave up. They just kept fighting. It was a mental thing. And clearly, they had amazing chemistry, and clearly, they were all on the same page. They're all boys with each other, and clearly, that's gone. So, it's it's a little correlational, but I think that's a good theory. And I that's uh, thanks for bringing that to my attention. That's that's a good one.
2: Yeah. What do you think, Matt? Put on your your uh, amateur basketball psychologist hat. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it's not impossible. I think the likeliest thing is. Um, that Reggie Bullock was more important to their defense than we thought. I'm not going to ever admit that Alfred Payton was more important to their defense than we thought. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but Reggie Bullock might've been more important to their defense than we thought he was. And so, you know, I think that that is like the Occam's razor answer that without him holding everyone accountable, um, which is, I think what he was, a lot of what he was doing, they're just not as committed on defense, especially um, and the offense, I don't know. I think they just need to work that out. Like, they were, you know, expecting Kemba to take charge. Kemba couldn't slash wouldn't do that. Then they just made this change, and now, like, Burks isn't really a point guard, so it's like an interesting fit that way. Fournier is still trying to get his legs under him. RJ is, like, a mental mess. So I don't know. I think it just could be kind of coincidental slash really, like, the personnel changes more than anything, but it's not impossible.
2: Yeah, I I think it's possible, too, I, if maybe not super likely. I mean, I don't think that guys would just suddenly stop liking each other. It's not like they didn't get to still go home to their families or whatever at the end of the day. Um, you know, maybe they get to have more of a social life now, but I don't see why that would... You know, you would think that this year the bond would just be strengthened by the fact that they're like, oh, we went through all this last year. We've only got two new faces in here. And, I mean, I think we've seen a little bit of, like frustration and, you know, on court uh uh what sort of look for arguing and stuff from like Julius and Fournier got caught on camera the other day, like sort of barking at each other a bit, but not in like a mean way. They were just kind of like Julius was like gesticulating a bit and being like, you know, what what was that? Blah blah blah. And you know, Fournier was trying to explain himself and you know, that sort of stuff just happens. Um but, you know, I would think that in theory that they would just sort of be like, oh, we've already gone through this together, so you know, that bond's already formed last year, so why would it fall apart this year? But then again, you know, human relationships are complex, so maybe the, the sort of, like, uh, they all just sort of, I, it's not quite like Stockholm Syndrome, but you know what I mean? Like, they were maybe just being all in the same place together all the time and having nothing better to do made them just sort of like each other by default. And now being able to see yep. their friends or whatever more again, now they're like, oh, yeah, I kind of dislike that person now.
0: Or maybe there's just people now who they don't like as much. Yeah. Evan Fournier. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't mean to throw
2: shit at him I guess maybe it's Fournier or it could be Kemba. I don't know. Like, maybe those guys. No, Kemba
0: seems like, oh my, how can anyone? I mean, it could be, I guess. Maybe they're like, stop
2: smiling, you fucking freak. (laughs) Like, I thought you were from New York.
0: I'm so sick of this positivity.
2: I thought you were from New York.
0: Yeah, I guess it's possible.
2: I don't know. But either way, yeah, I don't know if I'm totally ready to buy that just yet, but. There is definitely something weird about the chemistry this year when the Knicks brought back like 80% of the same roster. So I don't really know why there's so many chemistry issues or seemingly this year so far.
1: You've got mail.
2: Um, but to move to our next question here,
1: you've got mail.
2: This comes from Far Off the Mark uh, through the Discord, but Mark's also on Twitter at Far Off the Mark. Uh, will Matt get a code red if the Knicks start to get back on their winning ways for obviously being responsible for the last 17 games? Um, yes, I'm going to put Matt on immediate uh, probation if uh, if that's deemed to be the case, and he will well, not, wait, not take on. any more days off. Oh, I
3: was going to say, what kind of, if if you get rid of me, then that kind of defeats the no, purpose. No, you're going to be
2: on life probation. So, like, I'm going to be keeping you in my Strickland mail dot bag jail. Um, this is really kind of, uh, disgusting. Buffalo Bill-esque? Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. I'll put you, I'll put you in a hole and I'll give you lotion. Oh.
3: Yep, that's okay. He's been right there. Okay. Um,
0: (laughs) okay. Yeah,
3: I mean, I, I said this to Mark in response to this word, but I did watch a good chunk of the games while I wasn't on the podcast, so. Allegedly. Uh... (laughs) Sure, I guess allegedly. (laughs) Wait,
0: is it fucked up that I thought he was talking about Mountain Dew? Yeah, you know I, what I'm well, I thought he was talking about a
2: Mountain Dew. I thought
0: there was some inside joke
2: here. That is what you would think, Mister. Probably have played about twenty six hours of Halo you, in the last four have days. Have you sure. never seen? Do
3: not
0: want to know how much I've been playing. <laughs> Zach, have you never seen a few good men? Uh, no. I think I started that and didn't finish it. <laughs> oh my god! Is that the is that the warrior military movie? Yeah. Yeah i I, I watched like ten minutes of it. That's got... where
3: you know, like. You can't handle the truth. That's where that comes from.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I watched a little bit of that, but I got distracted by.
3: Anyway, that, that's like, did you order like that's that's Tom Cruise yelling at Jack Nicholson? Did you order the code red? Right? That's that's. Oh,
0: yeah. uh, okay. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you
3: for clarifying. I, I mean, I shouldn't have to. I can't believe you haven't seen that <laughs> yes, movie. Yes, we're going we're
2: <laughs> to give Matt a Mountain Dew Code Red if he misses more shows. You know what? Maybe I'll, I wouldn't mind a free Mountain Dew. Maybe I'll skip some more shows. We're going to we're going to give you Mountain Dew torture. You're going to have to drink exclusively Code Red until the next show. Ooh, oh, that's that's, that's disgusting. It would be um, hilarious, though.
3: <laughs> no, it wouldn't. I'd probably like be like pissing red. <laughs>
0: I think you might die. You might just die. All right, fine. You have
2: one Baja Blast a week to cut it up. Yeah. Oh man, Baja Blast. Blast.
3: How did How did Taco Bell lock down? I know getting Baja Blast exclusively. Easily, it's the best best Mountain Dew. Yeah, by far.
2: It's the best soda.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's right.
2: Basically, the only soda I drink anymore. If I'm being honest, it's not.
3: I mean, I I will never not love Dr Pepper, but like. Baja oh, Blast yeah. is definitely the best soda, oh, Taco and Bell's you soda. can only get it by going to Taco Bell. Taco they, Bell, they wait, they genius. do have it.
2: Yeah, they have cans. Yeah, they did release stuff. it in cans a little bit ago. Oh yeah, like it's, but it's nowhere. That. It's nowhere. But it's like not in the store. But I would also never go to the store and buy cans of soda anymore. So it's pretty much just a treat if I. Yeah, go I don't do it. that either. Like I'm already disrespecting my body, so I may as well get the soda too.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're at Taco yeah. Bell. Well, that's why Taco What's Bell did it because
2: it, yeah. it's like they
3: know that you're going to feel compelled. To get it. Yeah. And they're right. And have yeah, no reservations
2: right. because yeah. you're already doing terrible things to your body.
1: Yeah. You've got mail. All
2: right. Let's move to our next question. And now that we've gotten off the Mountain Dew Code Red, though, uh, another one from Mark. Uh, if we had to trade Randall for a franchise point guard, which point guard would make the most sense alongside Obi? RJ, IQ, and Grimes, and why would it be De'Aaron Fox? I mean, we did kind, of, it is. We did kind of already give the case yeah. for this. So I guess, yeah. is there anyone you could think of that's a point guard that would make more sense than De'Aaron Fox? Chris Paul. That might be yeah, reasonably point. attainable. Chris well, Paul. Okay. No, so Chris Fine. Paul's like 90.
0: Yeah, who cares? He's still the answer. I mean, he's definitely the best of them. Um, who, yeah, who, I mean, Deem, who apparently is just, uh, what, what did you say before, Kem- on
2: his way to becoming Kemba? One to two years away from me. Wait, do they have, do okay. they have to wait? Because, like, the other
3: obvious answer is Steph Curry, but I, if they have to be reasonably attainable, then...
0: Oh, yeah, that's true.
2: I'm trying to think, is there, like, another young
0: point guard? There's there? no qualifier here. I will say that.
2: Yeah, Just, yeah, you're adding a qualifier, Alex. Mark didn't say reasonably yeah, attainable. it's
0: Steph Curry. It's... <laughs> I will take Steph Curry. Well,
2: it's it's saying if we had to trade Randall for a franchise, but you think you could trade Randall for for Curry, Randall and every no. first round pick doesn't that we can say, trade?
0: Yeah, it doesn't say it has to be fair. It's just, <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I'm turning on forced <laughs> trades. Yeah I'm, just, right. yeah, I'm doing I do what I want. Okay, to. then yeah, obviously it's Steph Curry. Uh, <laughs> okay, who else? Congrats, we found it. <laughs> 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 oh man, dude, Steph with I would actually, be so sick. He, oh my what
0: god, what would
2: what would how would IQ
3: act? with Steph Curry on the court with oh, him, would he, like,
0: oh my God. would
3: he take shots from behind half court?
0: They would be playing off each other, dude. Yeah. They would have so much fun together. It would be
3: amazing. Oh, man, can we just like get the Warriors to loan Steph to the Knicks for one game so we can see that? Yeah, <laughs>
2: seriously. Just them Honestly, all of
3: an IQ to the Warriors for one game to see it. I don't
2: care. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Um, I, I, I'm trying to think. If we're throwing out like unrealistic people, that do you,
0: do you know who the closest to Steph Curry is Alex?
2: Who the cl- say it. Who the yeah? Oh, are you gonna say are you gonna say Dame? Yeah, yeah.
0: If Dame could shoot better yeah. than like thirty <laughs> percent, <laughs> you think Damian Lillard is suddenly a thirty percent
2: three point shooter? I mean, I think I saw a report the other day that like he might be playing through an injury that he sustained in the Olympics. Which, if yeah. if that's the case, that would explain a lot, but. Well, yeah. I mean, if he's basically going to waste this year playing injured, then next year he's going to get a year older. Do you
0: remember when he beat the Denver Nuggets literally by
2: himself? I can't can't do this again. (laughs) Do you remember when Carmelo Anthony scored all those points back in like 2015? Like, why can't he still do that now? Oh, because he got <laughs> That's a ridiculous argument. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> anyway, I'm saying in, like, two years. Like, a lot happens from, like, your year 31, 32 season to, your like, your year 34, 35. Yeah, but you
3: said mellow in 2015. <laughs> this is six years later. I know.
2: I know. I'm just – I'm exaggerating, all right? Um, while we're throwing unreasonable people out there, I would say LaMelo Ball. That would be the guy that I would go after. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Or depending on how you classify him, SGA. If he, if you
3: know would be, like – I mean, I, we can't get this person, but, oh, SGA would be, obviously. I mean, we've talked about this before, but that would be amazing. Um, although, that should be get, Like, what are the Thunder even doing with him? That should, he should be gettable. That's I know he isn't, but he should be.
2: I mean, you could make Godfather offer for of him, probably.
3: Yeah. Um, like a more, not like a superstar player, but just like, I feel like I'd, it would be fun to, like, because he's just like a good, solid point guard that would be fun to watch. Like, what about Drew Holiday?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. I mean, the only thing with that is I feel like Drew would be so much better with Randall still on the team. So Yeah It would kind of sting to like make that trade and then be like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the it's like the uh the old like uh what is it? Is that like a Christmas story or whatever of the, the lady who like trades the trades like her prize possession for like the the something for her husband for his prize possession. And then like he trades his prize possession for yeah. something for her, for hers. And then they're yeah, like, yeah, 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 Oh, I got yeah. you these things. I traded my yeah. prize possession. And they're like, Oh shit, they're useless now.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's a good point about that. Like the trade thing. I, I kind of would love to see Randall and Giannis together. though, <laughs> So I don't know if I'd mind that much.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That would be, kind like, of- I'm just like imagining what that would be. I feel like it'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty crazy. I mean, if yeah. you could run four, or five pick and rolls with them and have Randall like feeling Giannis yeah. on the inside, like,
3: yeah,
2: yeah, it'd be pretty wild. That would. I mean, it would be nice
3: to see seen on the Knicks, but like,
2: yeah, yeah. that'd be pretty unguardable. So, yeah. I object to that trade because I think it would suck for the Knicks and it would make the Bucks. All right, better. so so we're just gonna we're just gonna do turn on force trades and get Steph Curry. And it's it's fine. That's fine. We'll just do that. Yeah. All right. Thank thanks, you. Mark. Thanks Great for question. That question from Mark though.
1: You've got mail.
2: All right, so moving to our next questions here. These come from one of our old buddies, Jake Andrews at NY Critics on Twitter. Uh, Jake first says, "As a loyal six dollars a month Patreon subscriber under a different name than my nom—is that pronounced nom de guerre? Is that how that's pronounced?" Ooh, yeah, guerre. uh, Sure, Uh, it's. I think it's it's nom de guerre. Nom de guerre. Yeah, I. I I I was not good at French class. Um, (laughs) Well, I didn't take French, but I think that's what it is. Under a different name than my nom de guerre. Jake, Ant- well, you you do Latin because you're a lawyer, so you probably know it better than me.
3: There are some Latin. <laughs> it's a very like weird extrapolation. Whatever, go ahead.
2: Anyway, I I have a question. I believe that three dollars gets me warm thoughts, six dollars gets me access, nine dollars gets me VIP access, and a hundred dollars makes me more or less an honorary Strickland employee. My question is, what does a thousand dollars a month get me? Would I like you know run this joint? How much uh, to do a hostile takeover of Strickland Gordon Gecko style? Then clarifies, just busting balls. Keep up the good work, guys. Tell you what, Jake, if you got a thousand bucks a month to throw me, you can run the site, and I'll just like <laughs> I'll save myself all the hard work. I guess if you really want the package that lets you run the site, uh, it's all yours. So I will <laughs> gladly train you up and uh, send you on your way while you're also paying me for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, Jake, that
3: that is a terrible deal for you yeah you're you're putting a thousand bucks into the site and you like the amount of work alex does
2: you don't want to pay a thousand bucks to do that no yeah i like <laughs> what's funny is like getting paid a thousand bucks would like almost barely start to cover it Right. <laughs> so yeah. i guess you'd really be helping me out and then making it so i don't have to work too so that would be great <laughs> no. uh yeah i i think uh For a thousand bucks, I'll cook you a meatloaf and a pork roll sandwich um, once a week for perpetuity. I think I think that would be something special. I don't know. We'll we'll throw that out there right now. (laughs) If someone wants to make ten burgers, can you
3: can you add the one thousand bucks a month tier and just make it like Alex will cook you dinner once a
2: week. (laughs) I could. I I could fly to Paris. I honestly I would I would probably for a thousand bucks a month, anywhere that's in the tri state area I would drive to once a week and cook something
3: <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious? You know the insane thing is, like, with how fast we got a hundred dollar a month patron, somebody might do
2: it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean I am Didn't, a pretty... like
3: it took us like literally like thirty six hours to get a hundred dollar a month patron, yeah.
2: right? I, I'm a pretty good cook too, so I mean, maybe some, I kind of in that. can we can we like
3: can we make it five hundred? I just want to see this happen. All right, maybe well, I'll... no, keep
0: it, keep it. No, 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 leave it. This is good. Someone does this. All right, you know, it's yeah. A, maybe Alex is gonna have to like drive somewhere. I mean, yeah. So we'll oh yeah, this
2: like I great. said, like tri-state area. So as long as it's like yeah. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Are you sure you don't
0: want to modify that to the
2: lower tri-state area before you get someone in Buffalo? Well, no, that's what I mean. Tri-state area is like New York yes. City. Okay. Let, me, let me fix this for you. Eastern Pennsylvania,
3: New Jersey, New York City metro, Connecticut.
2: Yeah, I, I could do that. I could do that. Uh, like all once right. a week. I mean, as long as it's like a three hour drive from my house, I, I think mm, I would do that. Three hour radius.
3: <laughs> oh my God. Is, is all New Jersey three hours from you?
2: Uh, pretty much. Yeah, I like, think. How long does it take
3: you to get to Cape May from where you are? Like, probably about three maybe like
2: three and a half hours, but yeah. basically three hours. I don't think any of our fans live in Cape May. I can get honest, to so. I can get to Atlantic City in like two hours and thirty five to forty minutes. Okay, so it'd be like three fifteen to Cape May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I, I'll I'll add that five hundred bucks a month. We'll say yeah, I'll cook you dinner once a week. <laughs> <laughs> this is really
3: funny. <laughs> Uh, Please somebody I, do this. Yeah,
2: I pray to God somebody has who
3: has. I just want to see yeah. Alex. You've got it. If this happens, you have to post a picture on the on the Strickland account every week of your of you making
2: dinner. I, I, <laughs> I would. I, I, I would have to come up with like menus and stuff. No, no Zach, the the cooking show is yours. <laughs> right. I mean, but I would I'll, probably. I'll bring, from home. I would probably turn it into a cooking show. I'm not going to lie. I, I would. I would want to do something like that with it. Double dipping Have fun it's with not it. Fair.
3: Can all right, okay. Can be? Can you like one time take Zach with you and just so we can see how long it takes him to, to do all the sous chefing? We'll do I a cook off. I would
2: definitely do that one time. Bring Zach. With. Yes. Um, all right. Oh, this is. Thank you, Jake. I'm I'm really glad that you did this for this great brainstorming <laughs> session. Yeah. All right.
1: You've got mail.
2: Uh, all right. Moving to our next uh, our next question here from Jake. Uh, this is like the the serious question. We got a couple more fun ones. Uh, The next biggest issue has been consistency all season. They were blowing big leads earlier this year. Now they're digging holes right out of the gate. Defense especially has been inconsistent. That screams effort and or fatigue. Also, we signed a premier-ish point guard, and he's washed out in 20 games. If you're Leon Rose, are you starting to have doubts about Tibbs? Obviously nothing serious yet, but how long of a rope do you think Tibbs gets before Rose or Dolan starts to meddle? I know I would be annoyed about the Kemba move if I was Leon Rose. Um, Zach, go ahead. What do you think? How long is Tibbs' leash?
0: Pretty long.
2: Yeah. I mean,
0: I can't imagine that, uh, that his leash is very short, you know? Like, like I, it's easy. It's recency bias, that's all. Like, Do we remember last year, guys? You know? Like, how do you fire this? After what we've had, like what? My God, Derek Fisher, Jeff Hornacek, fucking oh my! Who am I forgetting? Oh, David Fisdale. Jesus Christ! Kurt Rambis? No, Kurt Rambis. Yeah, you're you're
3: forgetting Mister Mister Great Ass. He's important himself. The big Rambis. Great Ass
0: Daily. No thank you. Keep me keep tips here for five years. I'm gonna fuck. I don't care. Keep him around.
3: All right. Um, I I think. I would say if, if the Knicks miss the playoffs this year, which they won't, and they get off to a slow start next year in like 20, 25 games, then I could see it being like, hey, you don't turn this around within you know the next few weeks you're out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I could see him getting on the hot seat with that same scenario. Um, the, the only way that it would be shorter than that would be if there was like all-out player revolt. And it became like Julius Randall versus Tibbs. This yeah, which will never happen because Randall loves Tibbs. Yeah, I, I still think Randall likes Tibbs, so I don't think that would happen. But if that would happen, and like Julius's voice is saying, like, we need Tibbs out of here, then he's probably out of here. That said, though, like, I mean, Leon and Tibbs are like best friends. Like, the, he, I get the feeling that Tibbs is literally like a small step below like World Wide West on his like friendship ranking. Um so I don't really know. I don't even know if necessarily if Tibbs would get on the hot seat that quick next year, or if it would take till almost the end of the season. Like if they're going to miss the playoffs for like two straight years. I think may,
3: it could also be a situation where Leon's like, "Listen, Tom, we have to be honest with each other. Like your voice isn't working," and like Tibbs kind of agrees that he's got to go.
2: Yeah, if it was like a resignation scenario, yeah,
3: Leon talking, and not to me. like a "Hey, you're going to resign, so I don't have to fire you." It could like a seriously like, "Listen." <laughs> I trust you. I'll keep you around if you think you should stay. But like, I want you to seriously consider if if you agree that this is just not working.
2: Yeah, exactly. And Leon is such a finesse master that he would probably be able to pull that off. So yeah, I guess we'll see. But I I think he's got at least this whole season, and then he'd have to like really stink it up and totally miss like even the play in this year.
3: Um, yeah, I don't understand um,
2: Jake's point about Leon being upset about Kemba that Leon made that decision. Yeah, he made the decision to bring him in, but. Kemba not working out, you know. If you want to construe that as being a Tibbs problem, even though I don't think no, it is, I, I, think I think that's a I think it's that's a Kemba's degenerative knee problem. Yeah, I think that the physical should have probably alerted uh, Leon a little more. But the yeah. price tag was still fine. I mean, I'm no, kidding. I would have
3: done. I would still. I would still. Even if you told me there, were like, if you told me this was going to happen, I wouldn't do it. Obviously, but but if you told me like there was a
2: seventy five percent chance of this
3: happening, I would still do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think that's basically it, though. The answer would be at least this whole season. Somewhere in the next season, if they're really underperforming, they would start thinking about potentially parting ways.
1: You've got mail.
2: Uh, so, all right, we got a couple of quick hitters from Jake here, too. Um, so Jake says, final questions. Uh, first one here. In Uno, if you draw a draw card during a draw four, for example... Uh, do you have to continue to draw or can you immediately play the draw card back at your opponent? I think you have to draw until you draw 4 and then you can play the card. Yeah. That's how I always I don't play think it. You can Yeah, play. yeah, I don't I don't think No, you can. I, th-
0: I think you're supposed to be able to you can play it immediately. Like if if you play to draw 4 and the next person has a draw 4, you can play that and then, but if you draw it, you can't play
2: it. Yeah, I think you have to finish your like action. Yeah, that's what right. I'm saying. I think I think if you start drawing
0: but, but what I'm saying is if you pick up the draw four, you can't play it. Right. We're all the same yeah. age, Zach. No, no, I, thought you were saying, I thought you were saying once you finish drawing the four, then you can put down your next draw four, which I don't think is the case.
2: I, I'm not sure. I haven't played Uno in so damn long. Wouldn't it be your turn then? So, of course, you could put down the draw I mean, I guess it depends no, no, on how you, many people are playing. If you
0: get draw four, you get skipped. If you draw card, oh, you do? Yeah, you're, that's your turn.
3: Huh. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember that you get skipped if you get draw four.
0: Yeah, well, that's the fun of when you do the plus twos. And you just pass I mean, it I haven't around. played Uno
3: in a while. so I haven't yeah. played Uno in a long
2: I mean, time. I
0: mean, I could be misremembering too while yeah. we're all hedging.
2: Well, so. all right. <laughs> uh, well, this one we should all know. Also, do you collect $200 when you pass go in Monopoly? Obviously.
0: Yeah, well, how else do you get money? Free money, maybe? Well, yeah.
2: yeah. I think I think he's asking his like, there,
3: there are rule sets in Monopoly where you don't. <laughs>
2: I do that, but I do hold people to like, if they, if their turn passes and they forget to draw 200 and the next turn starts, then no, you can't draw. Yeah. Yeah, so I think
3: think Jake is like not asking if that's the rule. Everyone knows that's like the standard rule. I think he's asking if like you personally play with that rule. I'm saying like, Um,
2: I obviously always do it. Like I would never nix that rule.
3: I, I think I've played with, I think I've played without it before. Um, you know, this made me think of, Alex, our conversation from this afternoon where you were, like, calling me Kyrie Irving because I refused to use items in Find battle Pokemon, yeah. when I'm playing Pokemon.
2: Yeah, so you're playing Nuzlocke Monopoly over here? Is that what's happening?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, well, first of all, hardcore Nuzlocke Monopoly. Um, <laughs> those are the hardcore Nuzlocke rules. Second of all, if you want to make the game harder, don't heal your Pokemon in battle with items.
2: Okay, who said I want to make the game harder? I want to win. I still won. Okay. Cool. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kyrie, don't believe in Western medicine for your Pokemon. Only feed <laughs> only all natural remedies. All right, I see how it is. Um. Anyway, all right, yeah. Zach, how do you feel about Pokemon? You play Pokemon?
0: Uh, I just don't care.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well,
3: I mean, obviously I was expecting him to be like, "Oh, you babies!" The guy who plays Call of Duty all day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if, it, like if this were James, he would
3: call us babies. But... Well, obviously, James would call us babies.
0: Look, but... it was implied that you guys are babies. I just didn't want to say it out.
3: Pokemon one. is fun. Like, let's not.
2: You Pokemon is babies. fun and timeless.
3: Did yeah. you guys
2: know we'll that water otherwise.
0: is good against fire?
2: No. Yes, yes I, I, I know that. that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, Zach. Tell I'm me what the uh, what the multiplier is on that. I I really just don't even care to keep us going. See, honestly, it's, it, so honestly, bored. for someone who loves D anD D as much as you do, it's actually very similar to like D. No,
0: no, this is min that's min maxing D anD D. No, I, no, I don't care about that shit. <laughs> I'm here to pretend I'm a wizard. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So Zach plays purely narrative d d That's good to know. That's true.
3: It's it's true. true. I, I've never played d d before. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, we got to change that one day. I cried in my last d d session. What? No, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> we should do oh a one-shot, though. That would be fun. Oh, we should do a one-shot. Maybe We, we can't can, we can, yeah. can
0: do it with three people.
3: Only if Zach agrees to... Play Pokemon.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, wait, no, here's what we will Oh, we'll I do. thought you were gonna say I have to wear like a wizard hat.
2: No, I don't something. care about that. All right, here's oh. what we'll do. We'll make another we'll make another stupid Patreon promise. If if the <laughs> next season truly goes to shit, instead of doing one of our Discord watch parties, we'll do a Discord D and D one shot during a Knicks game so nobody has to pay attention to the game. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> know if I'm I am do not know if I'm willing to agree to this. <laughs> well, you don't have to come. Whatever. Me and Zach will be the DM. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Me and Zach will be, or actually Zach, I want to be DM. I've never been a DM. So I'm going to be DM. I've never been a DM either. So go for it. Well, man, <laughs> I are true. Such nerds. Any- it's true. It's <laughs> I, true. I just feel extra nerdy that I'm the only one who both these things apply to. Yeah. I was going to say, you have
0: the overlap with both parties here. So
2: congratulations. <laughs> oh man. All right. Anyway. Uh, so moving to our next ones, we have our, our customary stingy and James questions. Um, The stingy ones are truly out there this time, Uh, so we'll we'll just go through these.
1: You've got mail.
2: Um, Stingy says, would you rather have mildly painful but perpetually aching hemorrhoids for the rest of your life, or truly foul, malodorous and devastatingly itchy fungus toe for the next seven years? Oh my... (laughs) What the fuck? I'm gonna go with Devastatingly itchy fungus toe because you could treat that with like gold bond powder or something. But he said, "Truly foul mal odors,
0: <laughs> like like that." Think about that for a second, <laughs> please. Think the implications through. I could
2: just anytime you take off your shoes, dude. People are going to smell it. So you just don't take your shoes off in places. You'd be like, uh, be like Frank Costanza in uh, Seinfeld. So you're just going to be a psychopath? Yes. Well,
0: you're already married, so so you know. Yeah, what?
2: here's a, here's the married. issue. Like, this is what I was thinking
3: about. If I could delay the toe fungus until <laughs> I. Got married. Surprise,
1: baby.
3: Right after you get home from your honeymoon. Yeah, <laughs> I am surprised. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you're stuck with me. <laughs> um, it's too late right now. I, I just like I don't want to have mildly painful hemorrhoids for the rest of my life, but I don't think anyone would ever want to marry me if I had like I don't want to be thirty seven and still, you know, no offense to anyone who's not married at thirty seven, but like actually thirty eight, I forgot how old I was. Um I don't wanna be like, I'd prefer not to be thirty eight and like now, like, starting to look for someone because nobody wants to date me for seven years because my toe smells like ass. You
2: know? Yeah. <laughs> but what if, yeah. You could, what if you could treat it? You could put, like, gold bond powder. No, and, that's like, cheating. You're circumventing No, yeah, this is definitely cheating.
3: Yeah. Sinji's obviously implying that, like, this is, you know, a situation you're stuck
2: with. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. I would still take the seven years versus the... Annoying, yeah, thing. because like your wife's not going to leave you. She'll just like be like, "Oh, the fucking
3: sock on." That would yeah.
0: absolutely challenge that assertion. Yeah, it seven would years. Challenge it, but I, I oh, they sleep in the same bed.
2: I would yeah, so they sleep in different beds for seven years. I would definitely be required like every night to put my foot in a gallon bag, like sealed off, like <laughs> <full> <laughs> of <the laughs>
0: quarantine your foot. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> that would definitely
3: be a thing. Um, but you, yeah. but you like this is the issue though, like. You get, th- that's why I'd almost pick the hemorrhoids because like nobody's going to get to the point where they're like, just put your foot in a gallon bag every night, you know?
2: Yeah. But you got to deal with hemorrhoids for the rest of your life then.
3: Well, that's why I'm saying if I could delay it until after I like was, someone was, you know, liked me enough to like, just tell me to put my foot in a
2: bag. Yeah. Then then I'd pick the the toe. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that, that uh, different perspectives, but I would, I would definitely take the, uh, the seven year option and just serve my sentence and be done. Um, Zach, do you have a different answer? Or are you also team? Yeah, I'll take the hemorrhoids. team hemorrhoids. okay, you will get
0: used to it. It's fine. you' We have a whole life of shit that's gonna pile on that's gonna hurt forever.
2: So I'm just getting started early. So just it's add fine. that in there to start with.
0: Yeah, and I'll still get late instead of I,
3: I think to be afraid for Well, seven years. I mean, what if the aching like affects your performance in
1: bed?
0: I mean, I'll figure it out
1: <laughs> it's, fine. <laughs> it's
0: fine. That would also be like weirdly, I don't know specific. I think right. I'll be okay.
2: All right.
1: You've got mail.
2: We're going to we're going to move to Stingy's next question. This one's a doozy. This one just goes and goes and goes. All right, it's like the Energizer bunny. Um, how much do you fucking hate Mitchell Robinson? I mean, my god. In what ways are Nerlands and Mitch the same person? And in what ways are they different from Draymond Green? Please talk about usage rates and call it sausage rates, but don't acknowledge that you're doing well, it. too late now. Yeah, I, I had to read that part because it's, it's hilarious. Addendum to my question. Can you talk about their sausage rates and why why isn't there such a thing as defensive sausage? If there was such a thing as defensive sausage, how would it be calculated? Toward? What the fuck is <laughs>
0: Dude, stingy, I fucking love you, dude. <laughs> um What the fuck
3: did I just read? Alright, I'm pulling up their sausage rates on basketball reference, so you guys
2: talk about this for a little bit. Alright. Okay. Their who has rates. the
0: highest sausage rate of those two players? I
2: think Nerland's definitely has a higher sausage rate than think? Mitch. Um really? Because I think he probably gets more assists.
0: Oh, and he also takes garbage three pointers. Yeah,
2: and he takes those stupid jumpers from like the elbow. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. He wants those so bad. Yeah,
2: so I think I think Nerlens has a higher sausage rate than Mitch. But,
0: but Mitch takes a lot of sausage at the rim.
2: Um, what? That's not. You're not using that, right? I know.
0: I know. I know. I was thinking that as I said it, but I just went with it because I, mean, I didn't have time to pivot.
2: I mean, as far as far as uh, as far as what ways they're different from Draymond Green, I mean. Pretty much not at all. all you know. Pretty much not at all. I mean, you know, if, if Mitch could <laughs> dribble and shoot and get up and down the floor more than 10 times without getting kind of weighted,
0: Anticipate a play. Um,
2: anticipate plays better. Play at an all defensive level. Um, utilize his body as best as humanly possible. Set hard, effective screens and all that stuff. He He's basically Draymond. So I don't even think the margin is that big. Straight between point. Them. I didn't think about that. So. All right, so...
3: Mitch's sausage rate has been higher than Noel's both years that so they've both been on the next
0: Hold your bitch! Wow. No. All right.
3: Mitch, that's why they call last year eleven point eight percent. Noel nine point two, and this year it's nine for Mitch and eight and a half for Noel. Oh, right.
2: that is Mitch's sausage low. rates can't be defeated. Yeah. Um, Their defensive yeah. sausage rate—that's probably—I would guess that Noel's is higher. Yeah, Noel's if, probably if gotta, Noel if it just based off of last year probably has a higher defensive sausage rate because of the yeah. all those uh, all those stocks, all that sausage stock he was making last year.
3: And how would it be calculated? I mean, I think you'd take a calculator and put some numbers into it.
2: Oh,
0: I thought you were going to say shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> is there something wrong with me?
2: Yeah, there is. <laughs> you know what that kind of you know what that reminded me of? Do you remember that that video like that was very like beginning of YouTube getting big video where it was uh the parents like took away the kid's wow account or whatever or or whatever it was and he freaked out and like his video like or his his oh, brother I like ale- allegedly videoed him like from the or he put the camera in his room ahead of time was like my brother's freaking out watch yeah. what's gonna happen and then the brother like stripped half naked and then tried to he shove tried her boat up, up, up his ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
0: Not, I, I've been there. I mean, not quite the same way, but that was like know, an original.
2: That was an original like Tosh Point zero classic back in the beginning yeah, of that. It. I like,
0: mean, that was probably staged, but I'm willing to willing to overlook
3: it. It was
2: it, whatever. If it was staged, it was still hilarious. It was a yeah. Um, so
3: so, def- I mean,
2: like defensive sausage rate. Right?
3: I think. It, it's it would like it have to be not simply like the amount of time someone takes a shot at when you're the primary defender. I don't think it'd probably almost have to be like how often do the other players on your team funnel the defender to you?
0: I I thought it would be how many times you block a shot with your cock. <laughs> Can you take this very serious question seriously, Zach? I think I, I see no other way to interpret. I,
2: I think this. in actually, I think sort of similar to what you were saying. That I think that if you were going to calculate a defensive sausage rate. Nerlens would win because Nerlens is the type to challenge people to come right at him so that he can defend them rather than Mitch, who just sort of deters people a lot of times. So I think that would help. If he's not fat. I think that that would make his sausage rate too high uh, compared to the fact that they both have relatively similar defensive impact, which is why defensive sausage rate is flawed and one of the worst stats ever made. (laughs) Good thing it doesn't exist. All right.
1: You've got mail.
2: Anyway, uh, this one, Zach, is just for you. It says, last question for Zach, because he is a Simpsons fan to the max. Can you say this out loud? I'm not going to say it. you got to read what he wrote.
0: Okay, first of all, I've watched The Simpsons like five times. You're
2: a huge Simpsons I was Simpsons. really <laughs> curious. I don't know why this
0: is addressed to me. I guess because <laughs> I don't watch The Simpsons. Because you're a huge Simpsons
2: fan. So go ahead, yeah, Zach. I the don't the know max.
0: how he found this out. Uh, I hand Apu... Pin me pants. <laughs> Did you guys know that we're secretly children? <laughs> this is we're, we're actually we're actually nine children in three different trench
2: coats. This is this is the <laughs> longest episode of Nick's mailbag. It has clearly also gone the most off the rails.
1: You've got mail.
2: Um, all right, moving to our final question. This one comes from our very own James Marcita uh, on Discord. Mailbag question. Do you believe Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior? Uh, Matt, let throw that to you. <laughs> uh,
3: you know, James, I appreciate that you're a man of Jesus, um, but I just can't get there.
0: <laughs> Can you explain yourself? Yeah, you know, it's a personal... It's personal... Well, we know that. It's a personal... all right Oh, I don't believe in God. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, me, that's, that's, that's the actual, I don't <laughs> I have, either. Have you guys, has anyone heard me on this podcast before? You hear what I speak like? Do you think I'd be talking like that if I thought God was real? <laughs>
2: Come on, give me a break. I'd be going to like, oh, hell. I will, give the, I will give the political answer and I am I am agnostic, but I would never, and I mean, this is the truth. I would never fault anybody for turning to religion as a- Yeah,
0: me neither.
2: Just to be clear. As something it's that cool. comforts them or, or helps them get through the day.
0: I'd oh,
3: fault James specifically for turning to religion, but anyone else is fine.
2: Yeah, I would, I would fault James because he would probably do it for clout. It's um, <laughs> sure. a great point. <laughs> anyway, this has been <laughs> whatever episode of Nick's mailout Oh my God,
0: um, dude. How do you never. <laughs>
2: Seriously. I think we're you on did like, it last what, week. I think we're on like 41 or 42 or something. That's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. I think the last one was 40 you think did. or no? I'm 90% certain it was 40. Okay, he thinks. So I think this is episode 42. Uh thank you all so much for listening and for supporting us on Patreon if you do and even if you don't, thank you for listening regardless cuz we we appreciate that people like our our things that we do here. We will be back. Ooh, we're going to be we're going to be back close to uh our of Lord and Savior's birthday um nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, the week of the week of christmas it looks like um which oh, christmas themed
0: questions guys which I,
2: yes. I yeah which i do celebrate as a a believer in consumer yeah category. you should um can't wait wow. give give two jews and alex like christmas <laughs> <laughs> which
0: which or, which nick would you like to have as an ornament on your christmas tree uh, as, as an ornament yeah <laughs> That's, I don't know. I'm just snip on. That guys. Just don't ask that question. That seems very real. Here's what oh. Here's oh, you should racist? do. What, if the fuck, what the fuck are you talking about?
3: Anyone out there, if you sign up for the $500 Patreon, <laughs> we will record the podcast from your house as Alex makes you dinner. I don't
0: time. think anyone wants
2: that. That would be pretty <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, they
3: probably do. Are unfortunately. You
2: sure? Okay, they can pick. <laughs> All right, that would be pretty awesome. Uh, For what it's worth, I'm going to wait for someone to actually express interest in this $500 tier before I make it, because... Oh
0: my god He's backing out You can't the even empire. type it up Do you see this right, yeah, Do you fine. see this He's scared
2: Oh my fine, god Fine I'll type it up Anyway He's
0: terrified that A wealthy patron of the yeah. arts Is going to take advantage Of this once in a lifetime opportunity. You're the
3: one who agreed To lower it to 500 He's going to catch it Yeah seriously thousand.
0: Yeah why did you do
2: that I tried to save you And then you went And said it again Fine so. I'm executive decisioning And making it a thousand again No okay. Come on <laughs> Alright it's done It has been said Thank you for <laughs> listening To episode 42-ish Of Nick's Mail Bag We'll be back in two weeks Weeks for your surely tons of Christmas-themed questions. Hopefully the Knicks win a couple games before then. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Peace out. Talk to you all next time.